My name is AJ at Fnatic's 4. I'm joined by Parker at Fnatic's 4. This is Directly You Podcast, the Fnatic's 4 Podcast. You can support this channel by going to youtube.com slash Fnatic's 4 and clicking that join button for $4.99. You can also go to twitch.tv slash Fnatic's 4 for the same price. You get loyalty badges. You get emotes. You get gaming time with us. You get free Switch cheese from time to time. You get you just get to feel warm and fuzzy inside your heart and you're in the collective group on our supporters only Discord. You know what? But like I'm feeling generous today. You don't gotta pay us anything to be a part of our Discord. You can click the link in the description and join Discord and join in on the conversation. People talking about stuff. I was in a conversation today. People were talking about gift cards and the legality True. of them. <laughs> yep. Um that was interesting. If you want to be a part of that, you can check that out. Uh, apart from that, hi. Hello, Parker. How are you? That was the fastest, like, efficient. just out of the gate, like, drag racing or whatever it was. And also, at one point, when you said some, you get switch keys from time to time, it sounded quite a lot like you could get Swiss cheese from time to time. <laughs> okay. Hey, man. Maybe we'll get there, you know? That's right. I mean, Fanatics Foods, when it takes off, you know. Right. Exactly. Swiss cheese. That's what I'm saying, man. You know what? So yeah, that Expansion. was a, that was a good start. That was uh, we're just we're I going had to make up um, for last week. You know, I hurt my reputation. I had wait. A, what did you do last week? I don't last remember. week I like oh yeah, you forgot or something. The, no, I just like <laughs> said something wrong. I said something <sighs> twice because or something like I messed it up, <laughs> and I don't typically do that. Um, yep. So like. You know, I had to what a shame. get out of the way. Anyway, are you playing <laughs> any video games? Yeah, um, playing some video games. I got Ring Fit Adventure over the weekend last oh, week. Oh, shoot. Um, Ashley got it for me. She went out to do some birthday shopping and stuff for me and um, but brought gave that one to me early because we'd already talked about getting it anyway. So um, played a little bit of that. I sweated a lot and uh, it's a workout, that's for sure. I haven't played as much as i would have wanted to this week just because it was kind of a busy week um but yeah that's the plan so i played some of that and then trying to finish like just clear out some of my easy backlog like uh, bastion um i was playing that for a while um i mean not a while it's a pretty short game all things considered but i played some of it and then put it down to play like link's awakening and stuff like that but i was like i want to go ahead and just like clean that off because it's a great game but like also i just like to have the mental free space <laughs> uh, of that so play some more bastion and um uh yeah a bunch more mario kart tour not gonna lie i'm just how still playing it and it's just a fun time still never you. gonna put in a single cent but the other day uh or yesterday so one of the challenges this week is like um pretty much to do one of the challenges to like complete the little challenge board thing you have to have king boo and then like beat get like a uh do something i think like knock out five opponents with bombs in one race or something which first of all i have that's just not gonna happen but i didn't have king boo and he was in the like store thing which is just the in-game store with in-game coins and stuff um and i had not enough coins so i had to like just beat a whole bunch of other challenges to just barely get enough coins to be able to get him <laughs> so it's fun i don't know it scratches the completionist itch too just because i just keep accomplishing little things even though they're dumb things but more importantly i think the gameplay of the actual you know racing uh i enjoy fairly well so there you go that's uh about the oh and then one last thing too um i got so ashley got me well you can see him nobody else can um uh, i've got right here the 
Oh, I have a sword shoot. Pokemon trainer amiibo and the Squirtle Pokemon trainer amiibo because that's what's up. And um, so on Tuesday, which again, was wait, wait, wait. So no Charizard? Is this a personal attack? Do I have to have a conversation with, with <laughs> Ashley? <laughs> I'm guessing they just weren't in stock, like because these are the newer ones. Is my guess, yeah, and she just didn't even know, you know that those what? were options. But she saw these, and she was like, "Oh, it's I, it's uh, you know, Squirtle and Bulbasaur." And I'm like, "That's not Bulbasaur." <laughs> well, she didn't say it was actually. She bought it, and then she was like, "Later, she's like, wait a minute, that's Ivasaur. That's not even Bulbasaur." And I'm like, "You know what? Ivasaur is real cool." So I'm not even mad. Actually, in my, I might say I like Ivasaur the best out Ivasaur of the three. Ivasaur is better. I'm because I, I said this before. I don't know if I said it on the podcast because again, I say this all the time, but all my internet interactions that pertain to this channel mm-hmm. all bleed together. Um, <laughs> but I, I was talking to I think Lystron, um, and he said something along the lines of like, oh, like uh, Squirtle, I mean, like Blastoise is the best starter or something stupid mm-hmm. like that. You know, people <laughs> tend to say something dumb. smart like that, so, yeah, yeah, some stupid comment, you know. Um, and I was like, no, Pokemon Trainer, like, demonstrates the peak of all three of those Pokemon. <laughs> it's like, Squirtle, he just peaks early. He's like, he, like, he gets re- real dope real fast. Uh, Charizard is dope, the, not gonna lie. The pinnacle of Charmander. Charmillion, that was a brief, like, misstep. They're like, I, I don't know what you were doing uh-huh. there, but he picked it back up in the end. And Ivysaur is just like, you know what, I'm done here. I'm done. Yeah. I'm not Imagine if again. Venusaur was one of the ones in there, because like, even if okay, even if you think Blastoise is kind of dumb, he still would be way cooler, like playing in Smash as as Blastoise than Venusaur. Wait, would by you... a long shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Blastoise <laughs> over Venusaur. Yeah. Blastoise over Venusaur. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah, with for, that. I mean, I obviously love Blastoise, so like, yeah, I mean, personal like, bias aside, you're not completely Venus- stupid <laughs> for that. Uh, just like, Venusaur is so derpy. Like, yeah, Venusaur is mean, cute and all, but like, no, uh, that's not true. We're not going to sit here and lie on this podcast. Yeah, but so in any case, that stuff. Yeah, but so she got me those uh, those amiibo, and she was like, "Can you show me like how they work or play something where like you can." Use them in there. And I was like, yeah, sure. Well, and I pulled up Smash. Um, and so, and I was like, you want to play too? So I got her to play with me a little bit. And it was it was great because as the Amiibo leveled up, so did Ashley. So like <laughs> towards the end, she like kind of understood what she was doing a bit better. Like we played, I think, five matches as me and her as a team against um, Pokemon Trainer, you know, in there through the Amiibo. And um, so, yeah, it got it got a good bit better at the end, but also it, you know, learns your flight fighting style. I think it was level like 27 at the end of that or something. Uh, but my fighting style is I just spam smash like forward smashes and up smashes and down smashes a lot. <laughs> so, like, I mean, if you're not I careful, mean, it would just murder you all fair, the time. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> uh, I'm learning just now mm-hmm. that Bob's like not as like developed as i thought he was (laughs) because like maybe he's just doing it more now because i brought it up but Uh like bob only does special attacks like he only presses the b button (laughs) Uh uh-huh i yeah i very like for me it's pretty much mostly specials and smashes like that's about it because again i'm not 
I'm just I I have fun. Yeah, and use tilts and, <laughs> and aerials and stuff, man. Yeah, you the know way what? it goes, man. If you want to be good, you sure do. But there's way then more moves me. than that, man. There's so many moves in this game. Everybody there has sure all, all the moves, and you're just that's right putting it putting potential. And you know what? Waste, Who cares? Because uh, just smash some people off the stage, and we're all happy. But in any case, yes, we played some Smash. It was good. Ashley had fun. Um, and yeah, recovery I think is always the hardest thing to learn. Like just the concept of like, we, as soon as you fall off, like jumping and then up B, like the, just figuring out how to recover in general, I think is the hardest kind of concept to grasp in a fighter type game. But um, especially yeah, since there's good. so many ways to do it, like yeah, and it's so different, different for every character yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's tricky. But yeah, so that's that's about what I've been playing this week. What about yourself? I've been playing Luigi's Mansion, and I don't know how I feel about the controls in this game. Interesting. Um, because, like, there's, like, there's two distinct options of how to control the game as far okay. as, like, the function, like, the buttons that you press. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, they're mapped to the face buttons, which mm-hmm. feels like garbage. <laughs> and then they're also mapped to the triggers. Which feels better, right. but like I don't completely understand it. So like, there's a lot of times where I'm like, "Oh, wait, no, this is how you do that." So like, I'm gotcha. like, oh, "I gotta get the, the, the freaking, I gotta flash the light," and I'll freaking pull up the like the dark light situation, mm-hmm. um, and then I'll get hit, and that's not fun. <laughs> Uh, so because you need to use the right joystick at the same time as hitting the buttons is the problem. Yes. Yes. Gotcha, yeah. Uh, I've heard that some way i don't remember where i think maybe on nvc or something someone was talking about it and said that um hmm. and it uses motion control so like to a certain extent that can mitigate it a little bit but when you need uh-huh. to turn around that's a problem it's not yeah. it's not great trying to turn yeah. around with motion control <laughs> so like if i if it's above me or something or whatever like whatever i'm trying to because i vacuum all the things i spend so much time just oh, being yeah. like i'm getting all the monies <laughs> and just vacuuming everything um like mm-hmm. so and i'm a, i'm also see this game is upsetting i like it i like it a lot but it's upsetting uh i am like i don't know like four hours into this game uh-huh um and i have like ten thousand dollars and like <laughs> man i got all this money man i'm just hoarding money uh, and uh, at around at the point that I'm at, EGAD's like, yo, man, you can give me your money for things, right? And I'm like, that's, you know what, that's fine. Like, you're going to give me stuff. Everything, yeah, you know everything what? he has <laughs> is $1,000. That's stupid and I hate it. So EGAD so, like, is just trying to rob me of all my money. I, wait, I, as in each of the things are $1,000 each? or? Yes. Oh, I thought you meant like he only had a thousand dollars worth of stuff, and no, I'm like, no, no. that I also mean, sucks. He has in games. like he has like I don't know, like three items, and then there's like a certain amount of stock for each item, uh-huh. um, and all of it is a thousand dollars. And I'm like, this is highway robbery. You're trying to take all my money, man. <laughs> like they just anticipated. They know how people played Luigi's Mansion one and two. They just know people are going to go around, find all the money, do all the things. How am I going to buy another mansion? How am I going to buy this hotel? If you I'm know what? All my monies. It's going to be gifted to you at the end. It's oh, going to be like one of those. Bones. Yep. It's going to be like, uh, I, I don't even. Well, here's a quick tangent. Um, a class of mine <laughs> in college. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to tell that story. But as soon as you start to say the words, it's kind of like. And then um, I had a class in college where the professor would give these pop quizzes th- like throughout the semester that 
no, but it was like from the most abstract random bits of the chapter that we were supposed to be reading. He wouldn't tell us when they were. And like, it was, it was awful. Like people would be getting, it was five questions on each of them and people would get, you know, zeros and twenties and sixties and forties for the most part. Like nobody ever actually got good grades on them and like they hurt your average and it sucked and stuff. But every time if somebody asked him like, Hey, that kind of sucks that you're giving us these quizzes that are like random garbage that don't matter at all but um and he would always be like it's gonna be okay and then kind of like a wink to the camera sort of a thing and we're like what's but what 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 are you gonna do that's gonna make up for this and so towards the end of the semester he was like and you know what the last three there were he, he told us there were gonna be 10 of these throughout the semester he's like the last three i'm just gonna give them to you like we all get hundreds on the last three and we didn't even take them. They were just free grades. But still, if you got 20s on the other ones, three hundreds, that's that does nothing for you. <laughs> so like it was really, really dumb. So it reminds me of that kind of thing. I don't remember why, because I barely remember what we were talking about, <laughs> but it's related. It's someone can tell. We were talking about EGAD and how he's trying to rob me of all of my monies. Yes. And like the whole get like Egad's a garbage human, dude, because like <laughs> I'm in here and I rescue this man and he's like, all right, cool, let's get out of here. And Luigi's like, but what about my friends and stuff? Like, I gotta freaking rescue Mario, man. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, but like, let's leave though. Like, forget them. Like, <laughs> let's take this money and be out. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I just don't like Egad. Oh, Egad. He's not a great dude, man. No. Maybe. Maybe you find out later. Maybe there's some controversy, and he's actually the real. No, you know, he's always villain. been garbage. But I'm like, well, it's kind of like a peach situation where she's like always yeah. been garbage, but like in silence. <laughs> but yeah, he's just is like more out with his garbage, and I'm I yep. don't like it. Um, I am excited to play Luigi's Mansion Three. I haven't so far. There hasn't been a time that I'm like I'm gonna just be able to sit down and play it. So I haven't just bothered to buy it yet. But as soon as I know a time that I can sit down and like just i was like starting games especially like first party games like starting them on the tv where i've got a couple of hours to like really get into it so whenever that happens i'm looking forward to it but it looks like from what i've seen like screenshots and videos and stuff like that like it looks pretty good for yeah, whatever looks, that's I worth mean, too so graphically it looks great um and the, the other thing that i'm like semi like i'm not excited about but happy about is that mm-hmm. I finally have a game that I can play handheld mode again. <laughs> well, except for uh, Link's Awakening, uh, which yeah, right. I freaking basically dropped because Luigi's Mansion's out. I can't, like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do, man? Yep. Um, and uh, I'm on a time limit now. It's currently November 1st. And I have until the, the time is closing in. And I will <laughs> never play this game again. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I got 14 days yep. to finish this game. Man, that's crazy. It's coming out soon. It's yeah, two man. weeks from today. Pokemans is so quickly approaching, man. Mm-hmm. Life is going to change. I'm going to play less Smash Brothers, you know? That's probably not actually true. <laughs> um, but at least for, like, the first weekend, dude, like, I'm going to yeah. do what I... Ever since... Uh, well, I guess it was really just one game since this channel started. But yeah. usually what I do it, for when this channel existed post Pokemon games coming out, <laughs> I just freaking marathon through it first weekend. I'm like, all right, I want to talk about this on my next video. And since my video is on Tuesday, I'm like, I'm screwed, mm-hmm. dude. I got to finish it on like the game comes out on what Fridays. So I get it on Friday. I'm like, I got to beat this by the yep. time the weekend's over. Um, preferably before then. So I can start writing it on Sunday at the yep. latest. 
um so that that's going to be a thing and i don't know maybe this game will be longer but like hopefully for my sake it won't be <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it's got just more more post game stuff more yeah. stuff that i don't have to do to say like yeah man like they changed mm -hmm. some stuff you know yeah right yeah so that you can get a good feel of all the things but still have lots of stuff to do yeah man i'm just looking forward to it uh, but speaking of Smash Brothers, I also played Smash Brothers. Did you now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make it to another uh, um, tournament thingy thing? No, I didn't even think. Well, actually, no. Well, technically, I can't even. Like, I told you about that for the last one. Uh, uh, I forgot. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go because my uncle was supposed. To, he was. He went there, and I don't like just going there because, like, I'm not just doing it because I'm like, I'm not like trying yeah. to be like a freaking like top like, player. It's not like, fun to go by yourself. I, yeah, I don't care that much. Where the <laughs> thing is like, man, I'm going. I'm like going hard, man. It's just yeah. me. I don't care if anybody else. Like, <laughs> most of the fun is going with somebody else, and then yeah. being like, man, I got in this place, and you got in mm -hmm. this place, and like, oh, who are you fighting next? You know, are you still mm -hmm. like, did you get out of winners, or like, are you still winners, or did, or did you? get knocked down or whatever yep um like that that's part of the fun of it for me um mm -hmm. so whenever people can't go i'm like ah i was just i got other stuff to do anyway so like it's fine you saying all that just reminded me of the canto league like i don't know why that was the visual that came to mind was ash and who was the other kid that was like with Richie. him that had sparky yeah. yeah did sparky win i can't remember no who ended up winning he, that one well they richie i guess we never knew richie beat ash well, yep. beat Ash because Charizard was like, I'm not <laughs> freaking doing this. Stupid Charizard. I mean, also, we love why Charizard. Richie, but... He got all the way. Like, what's wrong with these people, man? Richie <laughs> got all the way to the Pokemon League with Charmeleon, dude. Like, what? Who's to say? Who's uh, to say? But, yep. You know what we are to say, though, is what Nintendo's Q3 results were. Financial news. Monies. Nothing we should be excited about, but for some reason, we really are. And, like, it's just fun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of li little tidbits to talk about. Um, I've got a couple of articles that I actually pulled up, but most of it's just kind of like notes that uh, that I jotted down. Um, so, yeah, that's stuff uh, starting off real strong. We got some games that sold really well, um, sold over a million each. And I'm going to pull up the list here. So right now, here's a list of some games. Um, the top 10 games on the Switch are, is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at 19.01 million, which for the record, that alone now is more than Mario Kart 7 was on the 3DS, which has, and that's not even including the um, Wii U sales, which yeah. would put it at like, what, 27 million? Because that was mm -hmm. at 8 million, I think, yeah. or something like that. Insane. Um, so yeah, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at 19 million, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate at 15.71 million, Super Mario Odyssey at 15, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild at 14.5, uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pichu and Eevee at 11 million, Splatoon 2 at 9.28, Super Mario Party at 7.59 for some weird, weird reason. I think, I mean, well, it's I'll Mario Party, like that yeah, makes sense. I understand why it sold that much. What yeah. I don't understand is why Nintendo's not doing anything about it. I mean, yes. <laughs> granted, I understand why they're not doing anything about it. I, let a, <laughs> I don't like that they're not doing anything yes. about it. They can get away with it, obviously. Right, because it's just free money for them. And they're like, yep. oh, okay, well, we'll just do Super Mario Party 2, which yep. sucks, dude. Like, yeah. come on, man. I mean, especially, like, just for good faith things or whatever, like, 
it's possible that everybody that gets Super Mario Party is therefore just not going to get Super Mario Party 2 unless they show there's more content and we'll have free DLC come, you know, something like that. Um, Cause like, yeah, I, I don't think I would buy Super Mario Party 2 if it came out next year or whatever, just cause I don't know. doesn't matter. Moving along. Uh, new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe at 4.59. Super Mario Maker 2 at 3.93. Zelda Link's Awakening at 3.13. And Fire Emblem Three Houses at 2.29 million. Okay. So do you have so there's any some takeaways numbers. from that? I have some takeaways from this. Go for it. All right. So first of all, uh, like people are stupid or <laughs> like are not maybe not stupid. Stupid's not the right word to use. But like they are purposefully blind to the like power of ports <laughs> mm, yeah. because the fact that and especially ports from consoles that people don't have um yeah. because mario kart 8 deluxe continues to be the best-selling game on switch and it's not even just a cumulative cumulative thing it's selling yeah. faster than the, it continues to sell faster you know, yep. it's not like like Smash Brothers came out and it's like, OK, well, Smash Brothers is catching up now. It's like, no, Smash Brothers <laughs> is selling slower than Mario yeah. Kart. I think this still. quarter <laughs> Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sold one point nine two million and and Smash sold one point eight one or something like that. So that's yeah, that's if insane. it keeps going at that pace. It's just going to keep widening the gap rather than closing it. <laughs> And so, so that's the first thing. Uh, so, uh, like a similar tangent, Link's Awakening. Again, mm-hmm. another thing. Of, and I tweeted something about this, uh, where it's like, because I streamed this game uh, twice, technically, because I streamed it with Bob. And yep. most of the chat is like, oh, this game's not worth it. Or like, that. that's just like the hardcore gamer, like, takeaway for Link's Awakening is that it's not worth it because it's a Game Boy port. And for whatever reason, that doesn't constitute a. Uh, a new game even though it's a bit it's like they literally had to remake the game from scratch in every way there's no way there's no argument against that it's not like a splatoon 2 or smash brothers ultimate thing where there's ambiguity to it where it's like oh Mm -hmm. they reused this this and this they they made a new game um (laughs) so like i I don't know it's just weird to me and this is like it's not just a uh a good number like oh three million that is like it did, it did that and a little over a week and it's a yeah. zelda game zelda <laughs> games don't, like that's that like if freaking i think wind waker sold that in its time you know like that's like around what that game sold i'm curious actually here yeah uh, it's currently more than that but i mean right. like within the span this current time frame like gotcha, that's yeah. like for gamecube's life that was like the total was like four yeah. million copies or something like that. It it did this in over a little over a week. Man. Yep. That's insane. Uh well I don't know. I don't know if you have anything. Did you have an article that like had like tidbits kind of like that of like, okay, well this is like uh this is notable because what this past game did and like all that stuff? Uh nope. Not okay, one of so those. I have something I have something <laughs> along it, yeah. those lines. I mean, like, I've got just little bits of that knowledge for some of these things, but not, um, yeah, not written down. So go for it. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to need you to talk about something else because I'm well, looking not up something else, but I'm for up what this. it's worth. Yeah, I'm looking up some other. Um, so the Oracle. Wow, man. Oracle of Season and Oracle of Ages. First of all, hopefully those get 
Uh, also, okay, Link's Awakening, the original Game Boy game itself, sold 3.8 million total, not including DX, which then sold 2.22 million. So overall, Link's Awakening, Game Boy, the original and the re-release combined, sold 6 million. So we're already at half of that that was made in 10 days. So like, that's pretty dope. Um, and then some other ones are kind of similar-ish to that. Uh, Wind Waker overall is at 6.71 um and oracle of season and oracle of ages which is two games was 3.99 million total so we're already coming close to that but also i really hope they remake those games if they're going to remake some more because yeah, just do all they're of them. dope do yep. all of the remakes forever oh man skyward sword is no this can't be right yeah was it yeah skyward sword is 3.67 million total yeah yep Sounds about I'm gonna right. make and sure. I mean, Zelda games—they don't like they weren't with no, they are yeah, now. exactly. Mm-hmm. For a long I mean, because a lot of these too, like the ones that are the best selling on these lists, are the ones that um, have just had uh, like a lot of re-releases re-made. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, like, man, Minish Cap was at one point seven six. Like, that's not very much. Um, like Ocarina of Time sold 7.6 on the N64, but then another 5.6 on the 3DS. And it was like, it was a blockbuster game on both of those. Like this was, you know, a major release for both of those. So it's, it's great that nowadays Zelda is like actually, I don't know, standing kind of even better than it had been in the past. Okay. So I got the, the thing I was talking about, and this is courtesy of Zelman's blog. Zelman's blog. Uh, so a couple of things that he says is he brings up that, um, like you said, I think you said it, um, Smash Brothers Ultimate. That sold mm-hmm. more than, or its sales are higher than both Smash Wii U and 3DS combined now. I didn't say it out loud, but it's true. You said, so. it, you said it in your mind. <laughs> yeah. You told me telepathically. Uh, Mario Odyssey, still, I mean, it's been this for a long time. Best selling 3D uh, Mario game. It's been that the whole time but uh an interesting thing about this is that before like last quarter ultimate wasn't past it it's past it now um so that's great uh breath of the wild (laughs) again i mean it's the best selling zelda game by a far margin and it's been there for a long time the only other zelda game to surpass 10 million units is ocarina of time and that Mm -hmm. did that in combination with all the other re-releases and remake and all that crap yeah um let's go pikachu and eevee it's selling on par with uh like uh the other remakes, omega ruby off omega sapphire. ruby off of sapphire it's like the sales trajectory for this is like weird because like the last Agreed. time yeah. <laughs> we look like they said hey it sold 10 million copies in like two weeks or some crap like that yeah like in some super short time we're like oh shoot that's crazy and then the next time they reported on sales they're like yeah still at 10 million <laughs> like it was like 10.9 or something like that for what it's worth and i don't know if this uh i guess some thoughts on that number one they had the ex- exclusive bundles which maybe yeah. that plays in a little bit but not much but then on top of that the numbers that they give are the sell in rates not the sell through rates right, right, so right. they're the numbers that they give to um, to retailers and to then, actual retailers so and then they send be, out more and it's like when it gets sold through so it could be yeah, a, yeah a situation it could of that. be that they just like you know retailers requested lots of copies um and not like which is fine it seems like they weren't you know they didn't necessarily have a hard time selling them mm-hmm. afterwards but um but yeah i wonder if that's some of it where they just had kind of um they just had some a copies lot of stock, backup. Yeah. yeah uh the other thing splatoon 2 
I mean, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> you know, it's great. It's great. It's almost at ten million. It's a second game in a franchise. That's mm-hmm. pretty great. You know, uh, Super yep. Mario Party. That crap. It's annoying, dude. <laughs> That's the takeaway on that. That's annoying. Uh, Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Not surprising to me, but surprising to a lot of core gamers that this game is still over Super Mario Maker Two, and it's mm-hmm. because Super Mario Maker Two is like the in between for like a 3d mario game where for the most part they sell less right. than 2d games because they're like harder to approach mm-hmm. it's like right in the middle between that and then a 2d mario game which is like the most approachable thing yeah um, some tidbits on that game too. well actually what's the um what did it sell on wii u i don't have it's those like numbers here four million something i have oh, it so it's home. already past it if so <laughs> yeah um but oh yeah go for it and pull it up but um that is one of the only if not maybe the only game that i have now bought twice <laughs> because i had it on my switch and then i got the new switch when it came out which meant that my wife now like the only way she could play the games that i had bought through my profile was her doing it online through my profile on this switch that's now hers and that's that was like pretty much the only game that she played uh, a lot and so you know her not being able to play anything so long story short i bought that one twice and that's the one that people are like nobody's gonna buy this game (laughs) and like suckers like me have just got two copies of it sitting around digitally i didn't buy it a hashtag free product (laughs) back when that was still a thing um but mario maker on wii u sold four million copies Mm-hmm. almost exactly 4.01 million man we're almost there i mean we're gonna overtake that yeah around by Christmas. next quarter I, it's it's done you know it is a little surprise i mean like um i think a lot of people are surprised that it didn't sell quite as quickly as i'm curious actually how much this one has um the same kind of new super mario bros u deluxe sales potential in the sense of that a lot of parents will just be buying it forever (laughs) yeah well that and like the people will be buying it for other people as well as Mm -hmm. you know like um for the most part like most of the people that want it for themselves probably have you know a lot of them have gotten it now other than people that are just going to get switches down the road Mm -hmm. um but i think that's one of those ones that parents would easily be like oh i'll get this for my kid or something like that so yeah i think long term it's not going to change i think that mario maker is still going to be at less copy sold yep. than new super mario bros u deluxe for, Agreed. The, for that reason just because yep. it's more approachable yep. um the other thing fire emblem three houses it's mm-hmm. already uh on track to be the best selling fire emblem game yep. uh it's out it's almost more it's, it's i think fates is at which is two separate games i mean fates wait, was it three games yeah, it's like two and a half or something yeah, like that it was you know like a similar kind of pokemon situation where people buy um it i don't remember in any case there uh, i think it was 2.92 million of that versus the 2.29 million of three houses so i mean especially through christmas if that's a game it's i'm curious to see how that one sells in the long run as well like if it sells well over christmas then that means that again it's one that people are liable to pick up for other people which like i just i don't think every game is that like you could almost assume like every game's gonna sell so much better for christmas time and like that's not always going to be the case like doom for example i doubt unless it goes on sales sells that much better around then because not as many people are buying it as a gift Mm -hmm. because it's a mature game and like you know 
just yeah, well, the type of clientele. I yeah, I, I think that it depends on what the game is because there yeah, are definitely right, mature right. games that are pe people are going to buy as gifts, like Grand Theft yeah. Auto and like you know like that, like oh, the ones yeah, yeah, that <laughs> are like in pop culture, Call uh -huh. of Duty, that yeah. that sort of thing. And to a certain extent, Doom is like a known quantity, but it's not yeah. the sort of thing that. People but like maybe I don't like, know Wolfenstein maybe is a better example yeah, or something or along those lines. Something like Diablo, you know, or yeah. it's like eh, I'm not gonna freaking buy that for somebody, <laughs> you know. Like if they want that game, they have it. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, so that's I mean a lot of games selling well. It is interesting. Oh, the other thing oh, about Three Houses, the bulk of the sales are North American, which is strange. True. I I feel like this has been a trend that people have been or. I've been noticing, but I don't think I'm not saying that exclusively, at least. But I think in general, Japan doesn't care quite as much about like very Japanese -y games, quote unquote, as they used to, whereas mm -hmm. America now cares about them more. Um, I'm curious what the vibe on that is also like in like Europe, if it's the West in general, if it's just the US. Um, I don't know. I'd be curious on that. But in any case, yeah, it definitely seems like the U.S. is just in general JRPGs sell better here than they used to, and kind of worse in Japan than they used to. Yeah. Which I mean, that one's an SRPG, but you know, the point still stands. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's interesting. But some games that didn't make it on there um, specifically were because so the list that we get for everybody, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but the list that we get is the top ten best-selling switch games there's a list that's always up there of that and then that gets updated every quarter so games fall off of that all the time um and then also regardless of whether they're in the top 10 best which will be more and more relevant going into the future because the top 10 is going to be you know games that already have a higher backlog of sales in them mm -hmm. is we get a list of games that have sold more than 1 million within a quarter so that means you know like um for example which ones is these i guess like fire on the three houses would show showed up on this list whereas it didn't show show up on the top 10 because it just it was like number 11 i guess or number mm -hmm. you know 12 or 13 or something like that um so but that said on this list of million sellers there weren't games like astral chain damon x machina um or or well or dragon quest 11 s but i realized just now that came out literally two days before yeah you know before that would have happened so um so yeah that does make us wonder like what the sales are on those but even for those ones i don't know what are your thoughts on that independently uh, of uh what like the the games outside just that of those games didn't sell like yeah that those that ah, doesn't surprise me much honestly um yeah. also i don't know if those if that would be the sort of game that they report on because those games yeah. they published mm -hmm. but they didn't develop so i don't know if they would right. like do astral chain even i think they do astral chain because they show in their list for example of um so the that page that shows i'm looking at their like the supplementary details whatever um million to million seller titles of nintendo product and then it shows these games mm. and then although it's yeah whatever um and then it says on the next page, launch dates of primary Nintendo projects or products by region and includes games for those dates that are like Astral Chain, Fire Emblem, Marvel Ultimate Alliance and stuff like that. So I think they do ones that they just publish but don't develop because um, I think they've yeah, done that in the know. past too. Because like just looking at at least the ones that they publish on their like on that site, like where they just have all of them cataloged, like the one that I right. reference a lot in videos yes, and stuff. Right. 
Um, there's no games like that. They're all that's, like internally developed. That's a good point. Like Mario plus Rabbids hasn't showed up. Oh, the question is, has Mario plus Rabbids showed up on this list? Because that would be on. I'm going to look at just a prior year. I think of, the million um, sellers they did say something about, but I think it might have been so. like a footnote where they're like, "Hey, also this game sold that much." Could be. We're um, like even like this list is kind of a footnote, but even removed from that, they're like, "Oh yeah, and some third party games that did this, this game, this game." Okay, this game. so I'm looking at one from I don't know before. Uh, before. <laughs> this was for quarter. <laughs> four of or quarter three technically of the fiscal year so this was last holiday mm-hmm. of 2018 uh an octopath traveler showed up on this list okay. so that would be one probably you know along right. the same lines um so maybe they put them on that list of like the hey they sold over a million this quarter mm-hmm. or whatever um but they don't put them on the like that sounds right solidified like, like these are the best-selling games on our platform yeah, I think that seems about right. But in any case, yeah, it's like, um, I think, though, based on that other list I just looked at, I think they keep updating these with ones that have sold million in this actual, in the lifespan or in the fiscal year. So mm-hmm. we should see, I mean, I'd be curious in December, well, in January, when we see the stuff through December, if those games show up at that point, too. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's... I. Th- both of those or all those games damon x machina uh astral chain and um marvel ultimate alliance have they all like seemed like the pr at least about them was people saying like we're very pleased with how these performed and stuff so i think some of the conversation that i saw around and then some rebuttal against it was people being like oh they didn't even sell a million copies like that they're garbage franchises or something like that and that's or you know like they undersold or something like that but that's just not always the case because we don't know i think direct feared games put out a good post about this but generally like we just don't know what their actual expectations are same goes with yeah. like labo stuff like we don't know what they were expecting because the that thing was is like or more. yeah newsflash most games don't sell a million copies right <laughs> and not every game that comes out needs to to be profitable yeah right I mean, you know, even when thinking in like indie terms and stuff, there's the games that sell over a million copies is like these are like the indie gods, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, and those and are so, the games that made Notch like a billionaire. Like he's a right. billionaire because Minecraft <laughs> is the exception to that rule. Right. It's yeah. like it's easier to make games that are smaller, profitable. But when they're super profitable, they're mm-hmm. like they send people <laughs> off into a whole yeah. nother. Strategy. But yeah, I mean, like, because Hollow Knight, I think, has sold like three million copies or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. And which, you know, for a, some of the other franchises we're talking about, that's not a lot. But then for an indie game, it's like that's insane. So I think there's there's all sorts of ranges in there, like you said. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, because like Tomb Raider was one of the famous examples that like the mm. re- reboot or whatever, where they're like, hey, we didn't make our money back, and this only sold five million copies. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. oh, all right, all right, dude, that's that's yep. that's a thing that happened. I mean, that was like I think EA with Star Wars Battlefront two as well. They were mm. like, we only sold fourteen million copies or yeah. something like that, which is like, or maybe it, I don't remember what I it think was. That was a different situation. I don't know if they like if the messaging was <laughs> yeah. that we didn't make our money back. They were saying that they missed the their expectations. Their sales projection, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, maybe it wasn't even that. I don't know. There was some conversation like that with them, but also another one might have been like a Call of Duty or something. You know, mm. one of those huge 
franchises and they were like oh we only sold blah 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 yeah. and then it's like that's so many yeah, games it's like so many more co- like the, the deficit between what you expected and what you sold is bigger uh-huh. than what games even <laughs> expect in their wildest dreams you know yeah. it's like we sold seven million less copies than we thought we would we only yeah. got 22 million you know it's like what uh-huh. dude like <laughs> all right uh, but yeah but speaking of sales continuing on with some of this kind of stuff uh the switch itself sold 4.8 million in quarter three uh about two million of that being the switch Lite, which was only tracked for 10 days within this which period of is time nuts, but i mean like at the same time i mean like that's when you would expect that yeah yeah for sure i mean because the i think the switch sold the the original sold like three million in the first month or so yeah like it, was, it was around there i think it was less like time than that tactic mm. yeah it was because like, it, they, they, it came out on it the was third. a stock issue it was like it's That's they sold <laughs> so many more than yeah. what they had um in theory you know because like the mm-hmm. whole thing about like breath of the wild selling more copies than the switch had mm-hmm. you know like that that yep. situation yep um, but yeah, four point eight million. That's uh, that's pretty good. Another thing that they said, I should should have just kept this up. You should have. <laughs> uh, but another <laughs> thing that they said is that the switch light isn't cannibalizing the normal switch as right. we expect because like yeah. it's, the, the normal switch is just the better one, the one that you should <laughs> buy. Um, uh-huh. Unless you're like in a special case. Um, but yeah, the it, the switch either maintained or exceeded mm-hmm. where it was last year since the switch light launched yep i think so. i mean part of it is most people are just going to want to get a regular switch so the only people who aren't going to get a switch and would get a switch light instead are people that could just only afford the switch light so it's not for the most part i mean or people that already have a switch which i think that was one of the other stats is that 43 percent of people that got a switch light already owned a switch mm-hmm. um which is interesting and like that's i mean that's probably how it is for like the ps4 pro kind of stuff as well like i doubt there are very many ps4 pro owners that didn't already have a ps4 that. like exactly like i also wonder yeah. like what about like fringe cases like bob right like mm. did he count like did all the switch lights that he bought <laughs> count even though he only kept one of them you know that is very true who's to say not me Nintendo's that's for sure. to say let me know tell me hit me up in the emails fam <laughs> yeah and it also some other little tidbits it sold more just like percentage wise or whatever in the u.s than it did in japan which was a surprise to a number of people it was like i think eight hundred thousand of the two million were in the u.s and three hundred thousand were in japan mm-hmm. um and so that's yeah, usually that, I mean, the trajectory that is, is that is the surprising. other way around right, right, right. especially but, for a um, handheld yeah exactly for handheld it's usually like japan sells the best at the beginning and then the u.s kind of catches up over its lifespan but Mm -hmm. uh yeah and then last little bit to that is that uh percentage wise more women bought the switch light than i I, it compared it to some i'm not sure what but then something else maybe than usual like compared to other you know console breakdowns or whatever so Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah so there you how go. do they know? I don't understand how they know this. That one, the only way I could figure out this maybe that Facebook, one would is uh, getting our, <laughs> watching us play our Switch. If, <laughs> I mean, if it's just based off of like cardholder information, you know, if they True, get it back yeah. from retail, mm-hmm. I could see that. But even then, like, 
you know, uh, I don't know. Some there were some stats similarly about like ring fit that like a lot of women were getting that compared to men or something. Yeah, I wonder and, if this is like just averages out of like a poll, like controlled group or whatever. Like, yeah, that's. Um, I always wonder that with so many stats. Like, I'm like, I, nobody asked me, so yeah, <laughs> you're at like, least missing me. <laughs> but yeah. That's uh, and that's most of pretty much what we got from that. We will, I imagine, get Q- usually the like investor Q and A comes out uh, a couple days or a week or so later. So probably next week we'll have those to talk about. And there's always some fun tidbits that come out of that to uh, kind of dissect. Um, so you can look forward to some of that. But one thing we did find out about in any case was, um, and I don't even remember where it, who said this or where, but um, with Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out later. They talked about, yeah, we, we want more 3DS franchises to make their way over to Switch. Um, yep. Oh, it was according to Furukawa. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I don't remember. It doesn't say where he said it. I but. think it was during this. Because uh, they oh, were talking okay. about sense. how like the 3DS is like bowing out very clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and right. like, yeah, we're going to like, we, we did uh, like you know like Link's Awakening and like all that crap and we're doing Pokemon and Fire Emblem mm-hmm. and like we want to bring more games that we usually would have brought to the 3DS mm-hmm. to Switch instead or we are currently yeah. um, and I don't know like I don't know how much I want to talk about this because I think it's a better <laughs> video idea yeah uh, I mean what's I guess my big thoughts on this is first of all seems kind of obvious a yeah. little bit like mm. you know like the fact that animal crossing i mean animal crossing was also on on you know home console originally and stuff right. but fire emblem which is primarily handheld i mean we actually you now. know we made a video about that <laughs> a couple yep. um uh I don't know, a couple months ago or so yeah. about how to kind of bring those over in the first place um but yeah like fire emblem and pokemon and all that stuff so it makes sense but I'm down to just wait until a video gets made to talk about this stuff. Like the specifics. Because yes. I think there is a question about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, when the question comes, we can give you, like, <laughs> one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet shit. Uh, yep. So, it's, I mean, it's a big question for me. I think just yeah. understanding Nintendo's mentality with some of this stuff, like, just... W- just understand their mentality like why some franchises haven't come over yet and all that stuff like i i'm just really curious and i think you know it's a question of like is stuff coming later or is it not coming at all because it, to me there's some things that just don't make sense to not come at all mm. um and we'll talk about that at a different time um yeah. but something else fun is uh this is a little tidbit too toby fox composed a song for pokemon sword and shield what I thought, I mean, I, I, oh no, this was uh, town. Yeah, I was like, I so thought, town we knew about. Yeah, he did like, most of the stuff from that. Are they just gonna like, well, I don't know. I don't know if he would do that. Um, so apparently, I don't know. You might have seen this, but um, somebody I can't remember where where this came from exactly. But the way it happened was when he was meeting with them to talk about town, he just asked like, um, so do you think it would ever be possible for me to write a song for Pokemon yeah. one day? And they were like sure yeah oh, yeah man just like write one right now dude <laughs> and then and we that's piano how it piano there, man. <laughs> yeah. i got a piano right there uh 
yeah so there you go there's that um something also about it and i couldn't find where it said this either there's just so many little things coming around this whole week that i don't know the sources for some of it but something it talked about like you'll be able to access access it like in the post game or something like that oh yeah it was like the song uh they gave him like a uh a prompt of like hey like this is what we want is mm-hmm. for this or whatever right and he's like all right cool make the make it dude uh, and then it, they made that song <laughs> so like we don't know what that that prompt yeah. was or what like what they mm-hmm. mean but some uh, did you hear the song the song is yeah yeah the snippet or whatever good song sounds good. it sounds like an undertale song it though. does yeah i mean just with the orchestration of pokemon like yeah <laughs> Uh, it was yeah it was fun but yeah it, it like part of that made i think it was pixel part that was tweeting out like maybe this makes me wonder what the um post game for the game is and stuff like that maybe it wasn't pixel but I, i'm happy to give pixel the credit for that that's he's just a smart guy um just let me be like like and they kind of like flirted with this last generation mm-hmm. a little bit but let me be like the defending champion, dude. Like, let me beat the Pokemon League, and then them being like, "Yo, somebody wants you. Somebody wants it, man. They're coming uh-huh. for you." <laughs> and then I, I freaking get on my Charizard and I fly over there, and I'm like, "Yo, what's up, dude?" And then they get wrecked. What happens if they win, though? They're not going to win. Do you know who I am? You know how many badges I got? You know how many regions I've conquered in my time as a Pokemon trainer for 22 years or whatever? They're never yeah, going to win. You beat. <laughs> You just now beat your first one ever because you're Ash. So, there you how go. dare you? <laughs> how dare you call me Ash? Uh, pretty just. I just fired. Did. Fired. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fired, <laughs> mm, people okay. left. Uh, people left retro a long time ago I to make that Armature you were Studio. Like, just skip this one <laughs> and then go straight to the next thing and then come back. <laughs> oh no, I straight up had forgotten what the next one was after this. So we'll go to the next one. Would we go to the next one, AJ? There's an order of operations here. I was just trying to help you with your stupid segue, but all right. Speaking of fired, um, uh-huh. yeah, people left. Yeah, speaking of fired, Sam is fired <laughs> stuff out of her. I thought about that too. I, I sure did. Um, yeah, Armature <laughs> Studios. So this is this is a rumor and also a smaller news thing, but uh, interesting rumor to talk about. In any case, um, Armature Studios is a studio made up of primarily folks that after Metroid Prime, the third one, Metroid Prime Three, Metroid um, Prime, Prime the Third, Isolation. Is that the third one? I don't remember. Um, it's corruption, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Isolation is two, maybe. Isolation is an aliens game. Uh, oh, the second one is Echoes. Echoes, you're so right. Fake fan, dude. Uh, Fake fan. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the trilogy for a reason. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so in any case, Armature Studios, after Metro Prime 3, a bunch of folks left Retro um, to make oh, Armature Studios because they. they wanted to work on some games they didn't think Nintendo Yeah, and then they freaking made, uh, what is that game called? ReCore that looks way uh-huh. cooler than it ended up being in the trailer <laughs> and stuff, and I'm upset uh, still. True. But it's uh, Doc Trey, who's a, who's a fun guy over on Twitter and YouTube, um, and he always like seems to find stuff just interesting stuff like job postings and whatever and like tie stuff together like he was the first one i think that figured out bandai namco was probably the ones working on metro prime 4 in the first place um which some people still are like no that's not the case at all but like it 
pretty much it seems like that was the case. So um, he found that maybe there's some things to link together that Metroid Prime 4, they are um, outsourcing some of the art for the game, which is fine. Um, can be good, could be bad, I guess, theoretically, but as long as they have good people working on it, then it works out. And there's a good chance, based on some job postings and stuff like that at Armature as well, and like some of the wording and stuff, that probably it's the folks at Armature that are working on it, which is cool, because that means that people were like kind of upset. There's like, yeah, it's awesome that Retro is working on Metroid Prime 4 again, but that also... Retro anymore. Exactly, yeah. Like, oh, it's not the same people. Like, it doesn't really matter if it's, you know, whatever. So, but if this, if this means that it then would be the same people that just have more experience now and all that kind of stuff, then that's, you know, best of both worlds. So, so that's just a rumor, but would be interesting. And then the other thing there was just that they appointed an art director um, who was the guy behind Halo's Spartans. And those are those two bits of news. Yep, well, a rumor I'm, and a news. I mean, that makes sense because Spartans are just stupider looking Samuses, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I wonder too if any of that, I don't know, bringing people over from Halo, how much how much multiplayer do you think Metroid Prime 4 is going to have? Um, I think it's probably going to be like a Luigi's Mansion sort of deal. Okay. Um, where like, or even I think a better comparison might be like Naughty Dog games, where like there's like not right. that many people that buy them for that or even play them or even know that they're in the game, but the people that like it like really like it. Yeah. I think it's kind of going to be like that. Um, just because like a game like that, especially a game like that that got delayed and it's probably millions and millions more dollars <laughs> yeah. to make than you would ever expect for a Metroid game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they, they're going to need some type of like multiplayer presence. Yeah. To keep people playing the game and have some type of avenue for like DLC that's not going to cost them a crazy amount of money to then develop, you know? Like, yeah. like story DLC is going to cost more to make than multiplayer DLC. I do wonder if they outsource some of the multiplayer stuff as well, because I've heard that that's, you know, like just just a pain to work on and you can, you know, run into so many more issues and stuff like that when figuring out multiplayer stuff compared to um, not multiplayer. Yeah, because you're basically making a whole nother game. Yeah, it's like you got to figure out like what the objective is at this point and like how that controls and how to balance that. Yeah, uh, versus doing that on a level per level basis once you mm-hmm. already figured out the the overall like this is the game like this is yeah. how you play it. <laughs> um, so. Exactly. Yeah, so that's yep. stuff. There you go. And then uh, last news bit we've got so BlizzCon started today. It sure did. It sure. Um, and Dude. like for the most part i don't care because like i don't <laughs> care about blizzard dude also like hashtag free kong hong kong True. i can't talk right now <laughs> um but yeah so like but the thing that i do care about to a certain extent is overwatch because mm-hmm. overwatch is neat dude it's pretty cool you know got cool looking characters it's kind of like the most like non-nintendo nintendo game uh-huh. uh, that's not a platformer uh and overwatch 2 was revealed today true and during their they do like an opening ceremony sort of situation and i'm watching this because i'm like like all right yeah i want to see overwatch being revealed a lot of stuff leaked so we know like a lot of it already uh-huh. um, but i want to see it so i'm yep. watching this uh and like blizzcon like blizzard fans at least by how this is structured they're like 
blizzard fans you know like yeah, they're not right. like how i am where it's like i like overwatch overwatch is neat you know it's like they just like everything uh-huh. and i'm very much so not that so the structure <laughs> of this show was so annoying dude because it was like and it, it's like they know that like all that anybody it's kind of like square enix's e3 how right. they put freaking uh avengers at the end like that's yeah. where Overwatch was, and I was like, I don't know, I don't care about Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> I never played World of Warcraft in my life, and I don't plan on doing it. Right? Like, there's just every game that they have other than Overwatch. I don't care even a little bit about. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, like that was frustrating, and I wonder if that's how most people feel about Nintendo Directs. Hmm. Even though I don't think Nintendo Directs are structured like that. You know, that is interesting. I, huh? I don't, I wouldn't think so only because they're more varied in the first place. Mm -hmm. But that's, I mean, compared to like a lot of stuff at E3, you know, like I was watching it and Ashley would watch it with me. Um, and like Bethesda's or whatever, she was just like, or maybe it was, oh no, it was Ubisoft's that we were watching. And she's like, oh, this is another shooter game. And this is another shooter game. And this is another shooter game. Like for her, it was like, this is just all the same game over and over. And I was like, a little bit it is. But, you yeah. know. I mean, that, um, that's interesting with Ubisoft because usually they're one of the more varied. That's what I would have thought. Yeah. Ones. But like they all, you know, that this year, this past year at least, it was the, yeah. that was the case. But it's interesting. I'll have, I'll be curious to ask. Um, so to the guys that, I um, am in a D&D campaign with, so the DM and then the other guy, um, they just went to BlizzCon. That's like they go every, this is the eighth year that they've been, um, and they said last year was, yeah, was like just real awkward, <laughs> which is funny. Oh, man. Because I asked them about I it. I wonder what, how awkward it's going to be now. Yeah. So I asked, I mean, I asked, uh, I saw them on Monday because we had our campaign, and I was like, so like, what are you thinking it's going to be like with all the, you know, kind of controversy and stuff? He's like, Man, I don't know. Like, I'm curious if at this point, it's been a couple weeks, if people have just mostly forgotten about it or whatever. But I'll be curious to hear his take on that same kind of thing. Like, if they enjoyed, you know, the whole presentation or if they were just, like, waiting for... It started with Diablo 4, right? And it closed with Overwatch 2, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like for for a lot of Blizzard fans, probably that's, like, you're satiated at the beginning. And then it's just like, let's just learn some stuff and then probably... Yeah, it's you know, like a Nintendo direct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where, uh, like, as long as it opens and closes with something good, all the in-between stuff is like, wow, and this is great, too. <laughs> yeah, but, like, the other stuff just drags on for so That's long. Funny. And it's yeah. like, in a Nintendo Direct, that even happens for me, where it's like, oh, man, they spent a minute and 20 seconds on this track. But on this, it's like, they spent eight minutes on freaking Hearthstone, dude. Like, that type of crap. Yeah. Like, this is right. so long, and I just don't. Like, I just... <laughs> I freaking I started it I like caught like the tail end of Diablo 4 and then I was uh-huh. like right, whatever and then they did World of Warcraft and I was like ah that's fine maybe <laughs> Overwatch is coming up soon dude and then like Heroes of the Storm came up I was like oh okay maybe this is the last thing. then Hearthstone uh-huh. and I was like alright no I'm playing I'm playing the freaking Smash Brothers and I started playing that and then like I came back I don't know like freaking 15 minutes later and mm-hmm. overwatch like just started i was like yo this is this is a nightmare for me yep. as a non-blizzard fan that is interested in overwatch the so the overwatch thing is interesting too uh, okay well diablo 4 f- seems like they haven't an, they announced platforms and the switch wasn't on there right. so rip switch i guess Rip's for dude. diablo 4 unless they just like bring it later and didn't want to announce it at the beginning i don't mm. know um but apparently rip switch 
uh, Overwatch 2, they didn't announce platforms. Overwatch 2 is confirmed. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. All I'd seen that seemed confirmy was that you could play Overwatch 1 with Overwatch 2, essentially. Yeah, like, like there's you some cross like There's like, con- like new content. You could play uh-huh. new content. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, okay, so where to get confirmed that it was Switch as well? And the, uh, on the Blizzard site. Oh, the well, look at that. Well, that's good. Um, I assume day and date then. Probably um, that much. I don't know. I don't even know if they have a date. Yeah, it's it is funny. I don't know. Just the timing of Overwatch oh, yeah. coming to out to be announced. Cool. <laughs> so on the fact sheet, it says designed by Blizzard Entertainment, genre cooperative team based shooter platforms, mm-hmm. Windows, PC, Nintendo, Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Nice. Uh, release date to be announced. OK, cool. Well, that's good. At least that is coming to switch. Um so whatever the other thing i was going to say was yeah i just i'm just curious um the timing of overwatch coming to the switch and then them announcing overwatch 2 like two weeks later if that didn't come to switch that would suck yeah because otherwise that's everybody just left in the lurch like you guys just bought it but uh too bad (laughs) and at the same time the like the fact that they're bringing the content to overwatch one or some of the content at least Overwatch yeah. one, like, yeah, that's cool, yeah. I guess. Right, um, exactly. But, like, especially, like, if they're trying to get people in, like, I feel <laughs> like if this is the game, because, like, Bob talks about, like, he, a lot, like, how he's like, man, I want to play more Overwatch and stuff like that. If the, if there's any chance of us actually doing that, it's this one. Because, yep. like, you can level up your heroes and do all that stuff. Nice. Um, So, who knows, man? Fingers mm-hmm. crossed, you know? Fingers crossed. And hopefully Blizzard sucks less in the meantime, so like we don't gotta like justify it every time we play this game of being mm-hmm. like, yeah, they suck, dude, but like, come on, man. Like, more people made this game, they also think they suck, so like, what are you supposed to do? Yep. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to talk about the comments on AJ's video, and that's what we're about to do, everybody. So, uh, sure. this is the part of the video where the news is done. We finished the news, and now uh, you probably saw AJ's video, or my video, or both this week, if you're listening to this podcast, and you leave some comments, and then we pull some of those, and we talk about them, and we just say all the words. Every word. Every word that's in the comment, unless they're profane, in which case we, you know, just change it. Switch it out, because that's what this is about. This is about Switch, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a family-friendly show, friends. Or the swap. The swap. We swap it out. We do swap it out. Because we're, 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 we're progressive we're and, you know, started time, you know? <laughs> So the first one, um, AJ, any overall thoughts on your video? Give the uninformed some context. Um, I had all the right picks and your picks are wrong, dude. Um, <laughs> I picked all the right ones and you didn't, you yep. know? All the right Smash Bros. characters. Oh, also, so I, I told you, like, my preliminary list of, like, these are the ones that I'm thinking. And I was like, freaking, I put, what, Golden Sun on there. I know Jenna was and on the, there for sure from Golden Sun. Advance Wars. Okay, um, yep. And I was like, okay. So I started making this video, and then I was talking to Bob after a stream or something. And I was uh-huh. like, yo, you want to do, like, cross-promotion thing since we're doing a Smash Bros. tournament, and we usually, like, do a thing to announce it and stuff like that. Uh, he was like, yeah. I was like, okay, um, you should do one first-party character and then one third-party character. And he was like, I don't know any first-party characters that I want in Smash, so like, <laughs> let me just do two third-party ones um, that you already have. And then he did uh-huh. that. Uh, and that was 
the ones he did. <laughs> uh, the Monster the, Hunter and Tracer, and, I think. Yeah, and Tracer. Um, but I was, and then I was writing my part of the video, which was like the first party, and then some of the third party. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was too long, man. Like I had like <laughs> freaking three people on the list, and it was already like six minutes long. I'm like, man, like I'm trying to keep this video short. It's <laughs> it's currently too long. Like yeah. it, I wanted it to be like twelve minutes tops, yeah, including Bob's part. <laughs> so like I'm like, man, I can't do ten. I can't do it. I'm not going to do this. Uh -huh. Um, so I cut off. I cut off those two characters. So rip, rip. They were good picks, but you know what? Here we go. Here's some better picks than any of the ones you came up with. Reed Alexander said, you guys are awesome. I love you guys' videos. You guys seem so full of life and seem really fun to game with. I would love to game with you guys someday. AJ, you'll get stomped and smashed. LOL. Also, I hope all is well with Logan. Not Keep there, up the good there, work and enthusiasm, there, guys. <laughs> Logan's dead because he lost in Smash Brothers. No, I'm joking. He's fine. Everything's good. <laughs> I like the clarification compared to when I'm gone and I'm just rip and that's it. Like, Mark no, rip. See, you see, but this is the thing. I, like, at least to, but I'll my, come back. to yeah. my recollection, I don't say you're dead. I that's say you're very rip. true. I say that you're is true. I don't say you're dead. So that's different. It's a different distinction. Mm -hmm. De death like saying dead is like so much harder you know that, that is I'll, I'll definitely give you that it stung a little bit when i said it. you were hurt <laughs> you're like oh why did you say that <sighs> um so yeah it's different it um, is fun i mean again like start to talk kind of meta youtube -y stuff but it's fun to see the comments they're like where'd logan go because i mean to some degree also then we can say like oh yeah sorry logan's you know he left to go do other stuff or whatever but it also means like oh people are coming back yeah exactly <laughs> it's just that's like true. that's nice and it's like it, it's like it shows me more about the youtube viewer and how they consume mm. youtube because yep. like you know like so many people like think that like oh the sub box is broken and the sub box doesn't mm -hmm. work and like videos aren't getting sent to people's sub box and stuff like that. i think that a lot of people just don't know what their sub box is Yes, I um, because I definitely anytime I've seen a content creator be like, oh, I didn't get sent out sub box or whatever. I'm like, no, I I saw it in my sub box because that's like I skip the homepage completely because I'm like, I don't care about what YouTube wants to recommend to me. I'm just going to watch the things that I'm going to watch yeah. and I'll find them from my sub box. <laughs> right. So whereas, yeah, that's just obviously not the way everybody uses YouTube, which is makes sense. I mean, theoretically, YouTube wants to make it the most, you know. User friendly or whatever is possible, and the sub box could maybe be overwhelming or something, so it doesn't like automatically direct people there. But it means people miss out on content if it doesn't get recommended. I think it's more so a YouTube. growth thing. I think they're thinking like we grow more if we can convert new people to other new people. That's yeah, um, yeah. That's so a good it's point more too. beneficial for them to, and especially since like people like that, like us that mm -hmm. just watch what's in our sub box are less likely to watch that video and then watch another video right mm -hmm. like we just yeah. watch what we got like we'll we'll have like our watch later or whatever of like okay this this is what my subscriptions uploaded and mm -hmm. that's what i'm going to watch and then we're done whereas yeah. like people that <laughs> depend on their home page are more likely to look at suggested and related videos and say okay i'm gonna watch this next you know yeah um so that's you know that's youtube 101 201 yeah <laughs> really <laughs> But Reed Alexander, we are thrilled that you enjoy our videos and that you would love to stomp AJ and Smash. Uh, you should do it on, in the tournament. <laughs> right? I don't know a lot of the details about the tournament. Yeah, Sunday, tournament. is that right? It's linked in the description. Uh, you got one day. I, I think, actually, registration is probably closed now. By the time At people the time are listening to it. the time this goes up. Yeah. 
because uh, the tournament is literally tomorrow. Actually, technically, the uh, there's pools, um, and that's I don't know what that means. It, there's there's a tournament before the tournament to see if you make the real tournament on the stream. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how so many people yeah. are signed up at this point? Like how big? Like over two hundred. Last oh, time I heard. Yeah. That's so many. <laughs> so many people. So many. Who <laughs> are you guys? And then you guys just like play through the tournament as the like the last like top yeah, 64 no, or like, something like just that? like we or we you're just, just the finalists bypass yeah we just bypass pools because right. like yeah people that makes sense play the game yeah right. <laughs> if you guys didn't actually make also, it into it then like, that'd be kind of i freaking i don't know about bob but i prove myself all the time against the uh, <laughs> the wolf den community and like yeah. stuff like that. like i there was um they do like community games which i mean that's something that we should probably think about later when we have like oh, both true. of us are like full-time and stuff like that um yeah they do that and then they're like hey we're playing smash brothers this time and sometimes i'll see that and i'm not doing nothing dude i was just gonna play smash brothers anyway when i see this Mm -hmm. randomly every four weeks or whatever um i'm like i'll hop in there so this dude uh and this is smash brothers related man so like this is related to my video right uh so this guy he's luigi right and he's like racking everybody in this arena and like he's playing like a jerk man like he's Mm -hmm. over here like you know like you can see like how People that are playing like jerks, how they move around and like what they like their just body language or their character's uh-huh. body language, right. how they <laughs> d- do certain attacks and what attacks they choose to do and how often. It's mm-hmm. like this dude thinks he's really good at this game. Yeah. So I'm going to go in this arena <laughs> and I'm going to destroy this man. And then I'm going to like, you know, I'll freaking run the arena for a little bit and then I'm going to leave. <laughs> That's what I did. And he quit out the arena and I was like, well, there it is, man. There you go. Man, there it is. Uh, but back and, to the uh, next up, next comment. Terry Cyberston says, "I'm highly doubtful that we'll get any Echo fighters through DLC, and I'm doubtful that we'll get any first-party fighters through DLC. But if we do get a new Pokemon character, it would most likely just be Grookey's final evolution as a standalone fighter. I'm highly doubtful that assist trophies will become playable through DLC. I believe that if a character has a me costume and an assist trophy, that they are deconfirmed. So no Ashley, no Skull Kid, no Isaac, no Zero, no Springman." If an arms character was added, it would be Ribbon Girl. Crash would get in over Spyro, and I think if Laura Croft got in, she'd or if Laura Croft got in, she'd be a me costume. I think they just bring back the Monster Hunter me costumes instead of making a full Monster Hunter character, and I don't think we'll get any more Capcom characters. I'm doubtful that we'll get an Overwatch character as a full DLC fighter. I really want to see Gino, Shantae, Agumon as DLC fighters. Yeah, I disagree with all of this. I think that it reads as <laughs> you just basically saying, like, I don't want the characters that you want. And here's why I'm going to, like, vaguely justify why it doesn't make sense rather than saying that outright. Um, there's too many Sakurai stands out there. You know what I mean? Too many people that are, like, stands stand in for him and, like, stand ins for him. And say like, oh, well, Sakurai wouldn't—he wouldn't disappoint me like that, you know. <laughs> It's—it is funny. I mean, like, yeah, like we've talked about before. Just like you can't really make rules for what characters would or wouldn't get in. Besides, I mean, like, yeah, the anime—you know, there or there's no—it's just video game characters, yeah, that right. kind of thing. Like they've said that a lot. They could still break that rule if they wanted to, but that one's very unlikely like yep. we shouldn't g- bank on that but um the other ones it's I, everything it else you don't know and you have no reason <laughs> to purport that you do 
it's like way more respectable for you to just sit there and be like, no, I hate all these characters. I wouldn't <laughs> want to play them. Like, cause that's yeah. true. That's factual information right there. But yeah. everything else is like speculate, baseless speculation, uh, like masquerading as like <laughs> a, a well-sourced thought, you know? I think it's also just in general, I mean, obviously depends from person to person, but for me, I think it's more fun to just talk on the positive side of like, what could there be? Like, it's just more fun to be like, this could be possible. And like, I mean, sure, you could go into reasons of like why it might not happen and that kind of thing, like totally. But um, trying to like exactly figure out what it will be isn't always as much fun as just talking about what it could be. Also, it's a lot harder to do that with Nintendo. Nintendo was yeah, definitely right. way more uh, improv than the other companies, right? Like they're, <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh yes, and we'll do we'll do mm-hmm. a Game Boy, and also we'll do a console, and one thing. <laughs> that's what it is. That's our next yeah. thing, rather than saying, yeah, we'll just do what we did last time, but add the latest processors to it. Yeah, you know? right, exactly. PlayStation Five. Um, <laughs> just kidding. No, I mean, like, obviously, the PlayStation Five is going to be I mean, also great for Xbox. I mean, well, yeah, see, oh, yeah, Xbox exactly. is like the in between, or the, at least they try to be now, where they'll That's, say yeah, like with Xbox. I mean, um, like Connect uh, and like all that crap. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, and even like cloud and stuff like that, and Game Pass and whatnot. Right. Like, they're industry wise, maybe technology wise, they're not doing as much like different innovation kind of. Th- things i mean technology but the cloud is innovation yeah um but but yeah they're, i think they're innovating know. more than sony is yeah but i mean and that said like but for a lot of sony just outsold oh yeah i forgot to even put that in the news sony outsold the wii um oh, yeah, 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 we'll yeah. talk about that there's a question about that later um but you know so obviously it's doing great and like it's going to keep doing great for people that want exactly what that is but that said i think with smash as well you know like there's just it's, it's off the walls every time and every every new dlc fighter this generation or this game for smash ultimate has broken a rule pretty right, much yeah. like i think the only and one a, that a, a didn't really air quotes <laughs> right yeah, yeah exactly B- besides maybe hero from dragon quest mm-hmm. is maybe the only one that is like yeah no that one just makes sense right. you know but like banjo because you know microsoft and, um, and see the thing the thing that's cetera, funny is hero probably was the one that would have broken like the, uh, like a sakurai rule you know like huh. a, or like a, a developer rule because like they had to fight square on letting them include hero because they didn't want heroes fighting each other right yeah um hmm. so it's like like rules like that is a whole nother situation yeah, rather than like well, smash brother like if anything mm-hmm. it's third parties that are weird because companies have their own like you know like brand bibles of like well this character wouldn't do this you know which i wonder how much that because like nintendo is obviously probably one of the strongest culprits of that like mario plus rabbits you know like mario had to be able to when he did jump it had to look like this and blah 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 and like the music had to something you know like there's so much of that kind of stuff i mean disney obviously is probably a big one like that too uh, but I'm curious when characters come over to Smash, like Sans from Undertale, probably like Toby Fox would be like, do whatever you want. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. just have fun. I don't even care. Whereas, you know, like uh, he's not he's not coming like, over like Sans eyeball is approximate <laughs> or the eye socket is approximately yeah, right. two <laughs> inches. But, you know, like they're like, uh-huh. Whereas like Cloud or something like that 
was obviously would have to have been you know QA'd by multiple people in the Square Enix team and then like checked over like yeah he you know checked yeah, these boxes like, nah, and those he ones wouldn't kick like that <laughs> yeah right so it's, it's like the way um, that he shifts his weight on his left leg when he runs like <laughs> this is just like you know like, <laughs> uh huh yeah so that stuff but yeah all all in all uh, Terry Cyberson I think I mean interesting I think thoughts, you made but a I dumb think comment maybe, you know I'm joking. <laughs> And on a more positive side, um, I think maybe like hold a little more loosely some of the things just because like, I mean, A, because it's more fun to be, you know, uh, uh, whatever. It's just more fun that way. But then also like you never know if one of those things does happen. Are, will you be happy to take the L or not? Who's to say? Also, I but think, also like, you put we'll like see. being the um actually type of guy, you put yourself <laughs> at more risk of being wrong than the person <laughs> that you're trying to correct that's true <laughs> that's the real risk if you want if, and that's a that's a that's a big l for a um actually type of guy you know as you see with again like we talked about doc trey earlier he loves calling out um actually type folks and it's it is quite funny like i mean it's he's not always right about everything but there's plenty of things where people will be like oh we'll never see witcher 3 on switch and then he'll like Three months later, show oh, up with receipts favorite, and be like, "That's my favorite pastime, dude. That's my favorite thing, <laughs> especially with the type of videos that we do. You know how many yeah. um actuallys I've debunked over my freaking what three four years on YouTube. It's a fun it's time. My, it's my favorite thing, dude. Yep. Favorite. There you go. Uh, next comment from Celestial Star says, "Another Pokemon trainer sounds like a good idea, but with Sakurai, who knows? We'll probably get another Fire Emblem character. Yeah, dude. For rip, anything. Uh, well, we're going we're going to get a, a Sakurai. We're going to get a Fire Emblem trainer. <laughs> you know, I'm down. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, we've. I, I was saying kind of before um, that, like, another Fire Emblem character, if it was different, would be fun. So, like the." idea that i had was like a bernadetta kind of thing where she's a bow and arrow person because we don't really have a lot of bow and arrow people yeah, besides also, Pitt, i guess like, a I little mean, bit you said you said it Link before but we didn't even say like yeah <laughs> we freaking recorded like this part but pro tools is dumb or maybe parker's dumb uh the jury is still out it's on a little that. bit of all of it you know what we, we like uh group team yeah, efforts yeah you're collectively dumb <laughs> yeah. um so yeah we recorded this part where we're recording it because yep. you know good times but as always, the conversation is very different. We're hitting a lot of different points. So, but there might be some things like I mentioned the Bernadetta thing before. Yeah, he mentioned um, that they could add Bernadetta, and she would be like an arrow-based character, which is like kind of <laughs> not new because like Link has arrows, but also new because like Link doesn't only use arrows, you know? Right. Exactly. She could just like stab people's eyes out with arrow, just pick them up and just whack. Yeah, you know? exactly. Some of that it would make the exact sound. <laughs> Um, some more comments. These ones are all character request based comments. So Chris Joseph has a whole host of them, some of which we know and some of which we don't. Uh, first party characters, Dr. Coyle from Arms, Helen Graverly from Luigi's Mansion 3, Adeline from Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards, Faye from Star Fox 2, Mrs. Arrow from F-Zero X, Pippi from Earthbound Beginnings. And third-party characters, we got Athena Asamiya from Psycho Soldier, Orchid from Killer Instinct, Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII, Nola and Marsa from Rakuga Kids, and Nina Williams from Tekken. So, cool. Those are some good picks, many of which... Never heard of them. <laughs> never heard of, like, but you know what? They'd be fun. And some of them, I mean, I'm sure, like, uh, actually, like Nina not Williams, true, I not probably true. know I've who heard that. of all these characters when we recorded it the first time. <laughs> and, uh, 
<laughs> that's true but yeah like athena samia i don't know who that is true. but you know what if it would be a fun character in smash and it would introduce people to a series then that's all you really need so many games i don't even know like what's you ever hear of rakuga kids before not at once just just, just one earlier, time. that's it just once psycho soldier so but yeah if those would be exciting for you too i'm fun times you know what? Um, link DJ- us link us to like the dopest gameplay from the games that we don't know what they are true i'm down i'll watch it uh djv says i've wanted isaac from golden sun since brawl was so disappointed when he was relegated to assist trophy status for first party i'm a fan of the pokemon trainer 2 idea but why not apply that style to a different franchise majora's mask link he cycles between the main three masks deku uses range attacks zora is quick and goron is a heavy um, the joke I made before when we read this was that because I don't want them to have that, it's mine. Uh, so only Pokemon Trainer gets it. Everybody else, forget you. Um, but also, I contradicted mm-hmm. that joke by saying that Fire Emblem should get it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, continuity um, error. Also, Deku always just makes me think of my hero now. <laughs> so, but also, I think fun. that they say, don't they say it different in that? It's like Deku or something. Could be, you know what? But I think in the in the subtitles it's still spelled yeah, it's still Deku. Spelling. So like Midoriya. I just see it and I'm like, hey, look at that. Good old Midori. Oh, I've got um nobody else can see them, but right back here, I've got some three lore my hero academia little guys. I had the poster um, brought to me down because it's focus. You know? Focus, you know? Focus, focus, focus. <laughs> Next comment from Jay. Here's a comment. For a third-party character, I'd love to see Travis Touchdown from the No More Heroes series. And for a first-party character, I'd love to have one of the new Pokemon from the Galar region. And I know Travis is as unlikely as Snake, and the chances of it happening twice are low, but the character would be awesome to play as. So I didn't even hear the the first-party character, or, like, <laughs> the first time we talked about this. Yeah, we just kind of went so over like, it. So, like, Wooloo, man. Wooloo for... Oh, <laughs> goodness, that'd be brothers. so great. Wait, a Corviknight carrying... A, oh, oh, man, just Corviknight carrying different Pokemon. that's what it is, is, like, just an amalgam <laughs> of Pokemon that are, like, detached from a trainer, but they, like, help each other out, man. Oh, man, that would be so good. That just would like, be the best thing. Okay, so It's like a group of Pokemon in a trench coat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, that reminds me of. Okay, I okay, thought this was the go. funniest thing. Here we go. Tangent time. <laughs> There's some meme or something from last year or something like that where Lady Gaga was like, if there's a hundred people in an audience or if there's a hundred people in a room and then she said something insightful like the one of you'll have touched one of their hearts or something uh, along those lines. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Somebody's going to turn into Steve Jobs. So, um, so the like you know if there's a hundred people in a room i guess maybe that turned into a meme or something like that i'm not really sure but one of my coworkers last year <laughs> messaged in our group chat she was like if there's a hundred people in a room and i think she thought everybody knew where she was going and like you know could just like just knew the meme already. assume the rest and then i was, i didn't know it so i was like one of them is bound to be two kids in a trench coat <laughs> And I like still think of that to this day and just it's really funny to me. Like just thinking of, well, every room that's got a hundred people is bound to have two kids in a trench coat. So there you go. There's that for you. Um You know, I missed the opportunity to do that, man, you know? You missed the opportunity to what? To be one of the kids in the trench coat. Oh, uh, I mean I if you like find uh, you know, maybe there's a giant 
region where there's a bunch of giants you know like in james in the or jack and the beanstalk or something you go up there you got you got it covered man just get you know you and i go up there and just grab that trench coat but like, Walks what are we even around? there for at that point? You know, um, like we don't know, even we don't even actually know if this place exists. So there's no reason, <laughs> you know. Like, whereas if I was a child, there's reasons to act like I'm an adult. That's I can think of true. several right now. Yeah, um, maybe up there they give out something. We're trick or treating yep. backwards. Oh yeah, true. We're too old to trick or treat for real. So like, we'll trick or treat in giant land, and then exactly, and then the added benefit is that we can make fun of all the stupid kids that only give normal <laughs> candy. Suckers, man. Yeah, <laughs> they're all just getting suckers, lollipops, if you will. I, but yeah, I knew a new Pokemon from Gallery Gym would be dope. Travis touchdown. Um, I don't think it's that unlikely. I mean, like you mean I didn't think it was that unlikely. You, and you're you stealing also didn't think from so. me. I am stealing your opinion about <laughs> Travis touchdown. <laughs> um, I mean, I think at this point it's that's the it's not a question that's what of, we need to do. And you yeah, steal yeah, what the other person said, so that is new information. <laughs> yeah, from each of <laughs> us. us. Uh, but so my real thought with that is like I think at this point rules aren't as much the thing that's keeping things back now it's just sheer quantity of possibilities that's keeping things back like there's so many characters that could join that that's not really the issue it's just the questions of like which ones get to make the cut yeah. anyway it's you know? like we have but so much bandwidth and we yeah. want to please as many people as humanly possible and as mm-hmm. many different pockets of gaming world yeah uh which ones do we do though yeah so that stuff uh, but yeah good uh they would be fine both of them i'd be down uh wahid abdullah says here are my top eight dlcs nintendo labo labo man tomb raider lara croft fire emblem byleth or edelgard dimitri claude half the sonic of the game yeah <laughs> sonic dr eggman astral chain akira luigi's mansion 3 Gooigi, or helen graverly final fantasy 15 noctis and star ocean roddick uh, the joke I made before was that Logan likes Star Ocean, and so that stupid. Ah. I there, it's RPGs, so I mean I stand by it. There you go. There's yep. that. <laughs> yup. Just every RPG, I just stand by just for like, no good reason. Like every single RPG. Yeah. That, see, that's uh, why you have a backlog because you you play honestly every yes. game you play is nine hundred hours. <laughs> uh yeah it's a problem um and i'm not even playing that many rpgs or anything right now like there's so many there's like two or three games at least that i could finish up real fast if i just if i just like sat down and just marathon the rest of them for just like two hours each yeah, or like something like that which is not that long sin, you know like that game you could oh you could, yeah that's you it you know that just, up in a night man it's that's a good game but it's <laughs> it's like just going back to it i need to like just be prepared to like all right i've got five hours to put into this to get like two percent further in the game <laughs> and then last comment from yours just call me schwick said first party rhythm heaven third party dante from devil may cry i want more nintendo dlc to be honest i also am curious um when he says nintendo dlc does he mean nintendo first party characters or like in more Smash, games or just nintendo yeah. dlc just in general yeah yeah like mario um, party. yeah right exactly nintendo i don't know do we'll it. never know you know just call me straight comment down if you're listening to this podcast comment in the video let us know because i i just want to know also <laughs> you're blatantly disobeying him um, me yes or he oh you why 
because he says just call me schwick and you're oh. calling him just call me schwick oh man i'm so sorry schwick that's that's i yeah this man I'll told you amend my ears to call him I'll amend my ears there just like I did have to in the comments <laughs> for my video where I accidentally said the FDA instead of the FCC and a couple people pointed out and a it was couple. funny. <laughs> yeah. Most, there, of, it was, most of the comments. It wasn't most of the comments. Most of the ones that I saw. Really? That's funny. Like, no, there were like, I think three or four. There were four for sure because those are the ones that I remember. I'm I just hypersensitive to people being like, hey, this thing, this one yeah. aspect of your 12 minute video is wrong you know <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah that stuff we got some comments from you guys on the, on the video and we'll uh we'll talk about them again uh kingstar wolf said i've had my switch since the first month it was available and my joy cons have had drift issues since the first year i don't even use them that much since i primarily use a pro controller i sent them in for the fix when they made it free but the left one has started drifting again in about a month so my comment to this that I'm curious about, I have not experienced your switch drift, so I couldn't know. But in the video, like I made, you know, the distinction between the drift as a result from poor connection, where, you know, it it main it holds your trajectory, I guess, that and it won't pick up new inputs for a second because it's got a bad connection, versus one where there's like, you know, when you don't have your finger on it, it'll kind of tend to one direction or another or something like that. Where it does presses for you rather than it forgetting presses i guess is kind of the main distinction between those so i'm curious in any case with this like not having experienced yours if maybe um the drift that you're experiencing is more from the connection issue thing like which which i had the same exact problem um at launch and if so if maybe when you send it in for the fix they fixed the other kind of drift accidentally instead because that you know is like the common popular one that's going on right now and so then maybe that's the case is that they didn't actually really fix the right issue because they didn't know or mm-hmm. right like is, is you didn't like specify or whatever and say, like, yeah this is what i mean like, this which is wouldn't have been your at, fault yeah 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 that's true. by any means but, but it's like, just you know it's easier to troubleshoot stuff like that if they know exactly why it's doing that and most people won't do that you know they're not going to fill out a whole like thing of like like for instance uh there's like the option to report players in smash brothers for whatever mm-hmm. reason yep. and a lot of time for a long time i would report uh people for like unsportsmanlike conduct when they rage quit right and i wouldn't put anything in there i would just put the the field of like unsportsmanlike conduct but like what are they going to do you know like what did, yeah. what was it what did they do wrong <laughs> so uh-huh. like i started putting in the field like this is what happened at this point and they did that and blah blah, blah or bad connection issues or whatever the case may be for whatever they the reporting thing is so like when you put in or you send in like your support ticket or whatever be like hey this happens when this and blah blah blah, and then they're able to uh diagnose and fix the issue yep exactly so yeah i don't know i'm curious with that if actually if they even ask those kinds of questions on the front end because i'm not really sure i don't think they um, do but i i just mean like yeah providing them the, with that information yeah, right. when you call them to begin with yeah because like Cause most people are going to be like hey uh my joy cons are drifting and since they have this like no questions asked policy with it they're like okay. right then and, and if then that's at that all point gonna, they'll just the only information you volunteer that's all they're gonna go off of yeah and then they just get your controller switch out the joystick and send it back but if it wasn't a problem with the joystick then you know 
it ends up being an issue that not the right one was actually solved or whatever. But I mean, it's also entirely possible that this whole time, Kickstarter Wolf, you've had just did all of that, the, yeah. the right issue, and it just actually sucks. Uh, and there was wear and tear and all that kind of stuff. So that's lame. Hopefully, uh, that doesn't end up being too big of a problem for you. I will say, just the overwhelming trend of the comments in this, because I just asked to like, what you know, have you had issues or not with the things? And I, I. I responded to a lot fewer than normal because like I don't want to just respond to comments and be like I'm sorry you've got drift too to everybody's comments because mm-hmm. like I that, I don't know like that's just yeah looks I mean, weird just or something in general like how I approach comments now versus when we weren't getting suggested is different because like <laughs> yeah you know just like a hierarchy and like yeah I mean I think the done. people that like it's generally like the more of yourself that you put into your comment the more likely I'm going to respond to it right. to some degree where like, if it's, if it's just like, yeah, I got drift too. Then I'm like, all right, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's know, like, okay. Probably won't say anything, but like, that's thanks for coming. you know, right. Um, but then any times where it's more like, I don't know, it's, uh, there's more things to respond to, I guess, is is another big thing of that. So, yeah. in any case. And even that with the show for me, which sometimes I'll double dip and I'll respond there and I'll be like, yeah, hey, right. Like, respond here because yeah. your thoughts also are a thing that can be contributed to it uh-huh <laughs> um but like what i'll usually do is i'll say like okay within the first day or so i'll respond to like as many comments as i see and then beyond that it's like all right i gotta move on to the next video i can't be like hovering over this one video responding to every uh-huh. comment that we get uh whereas two months ago i was probably responding to every comment because we didn't yeah. get hundreds of comments every day so it was like it's a different situation it is it's a good situation to be in all things considered that's but said, uh, that stuff still read comments but don't yep. respond yes right 100 percent um jay says the fact that the fact is they probably haven't fixed it because it would require them to say that all the current stock is faulty and they have to recall and replace it all this is probably why they just offer to fix it for free um yeah i think that this this thought is on shaky ground it's- because <laughs> it's not worldwide that they replace them for free. Um, mm-hmm. And not every place has laws that's like, well, if your thing's faulty, you got to replace it. For free. Like, you got to replace it. You know, like some yeah. places, you're just as well. It's like, you, hey, you bought the product, dude. Like, yeah. I think it's, I think that comment is exactly true and correct it just might not it's not the full picture but that's a part of it for sure where like and i mean like my thought on that too was that if they if a place that doesn't have to take liability for it you know like i don't know nintendo of wherever germany or something like that if they're a place that doesn't have a law that needs to do that and then you could you know they could say yeah it's broken and they don't have to recall it still like nintendo as a whole at that point it's still nintendo probably, so yeah. they can bring up so and like, say, well nintendo etc right. etc said that this was a problem mm-hmm. so it's a problem yeah yeah so i think in general nintendo as a whole is saying to even the places that wouldn't have the recall rule like yeah just don't mention it and we'll just <laughs> fix it where where we need to fix it in some places we just won't for you know whatever reason but i think yeah that combined with the uh and even with that they thing, do and just bad pr i think is a thing too it they just don't they, they're just like hey man some product sometimes products don't work dude <laughs> like they're, they're not saying like it's, I think a, it's the verbiage is something to the problem yeah they're just saying they, like, i think they said something like um 
we strive our best to make quality products, but if it fails, contact support. And then exactly. support yeah, it was just like, tells them to- It was something to the extent of like, our intention is always to have everything work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's basically right. what they said. It's Which like, implies well, like, yeah. but sometimes it doesn't, so. But yeah, I think I think that's definitely a piece of the puzzle is them not wanting to have to recall stuff and like just not wanting to have bad press. If they admit themselves that something is that it's faulty, then like that's going to be a lot bigger deal than other people saying it is because I, I mean, not it's a pretty big deal that other people are saying it is. But if if they do, too, then that's, you know, admission of guilt for the lost stuff, but then also just lots of PR. So. All that. Um, but yeah, next comment from Jordan Sheridan, who says, I just had to mail my left one back in today. I noticed it playing Mario Odyssey. I'm glad they will fix it. It was an easy process, but at the same time, I have no other controller, so I'm a little sad. Yeah, I want to get another set for that, but also, like, I don't ever use my Joy-Con out. The only time I use my Joy-Con I brought up is, like, with now Luigi's Mansion. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'll play handheld, man. I want to, like, you know, sometimes I just want to lay in bed and play the game, dude. True. Do the whole setup and the dock and then plug it and like especially since my Switch dock is currently plugged into my capture card, so my capture card has to be plugged in, and it's it's just a whole thing. The whole thing, yep. dude. It's a whole thing. So there you go. Yeah, and then I think the I comment I replied to this comment a little bit too, and the thing that I did mention was the one pro the one benefit to to all this stuff is at least there's some games that you can still just play with half a joy-con set with just the one joy-con on its side so like you could play some nes online games in the meantime but sucks that you couldn't play you know breath of the wild or mario odyssey you can play with just one but only if you only have already have two players so you need to like i think could like you know get the two going and then switch it to one so like that's you know <laughs> sucks a little bit it's like you oh it's so close play pokemon let's go do some shiny hunting man <laughs> oh that's true yeah especially with the right one because left one i need the shiny hunt but like i i've got a couple of shinies but i don't have very many to do man it's too many i really wanted a shiny scyther and that they're hard to come by because a scyther in the first place is just hard to find in um and let's go be well just in general they're just kind of rare, I, I have guess. some shinies oh. uh but i cheated <laughs> not actually cheated right but like i cheated using my influence and said hey man i want a shiny people just traded to you yeah, they, people just offer me shinies man well dope that works you got any extra shinies that you want to give me i'll take them <laughs> you know Moving along, Frank Lenardi said, sadly, I can say I had one. I, I also had Joy-Con Drift and in the light, too. Gave up on the light. Crazy as it sounds, I used WD-40 underneath those rubber caps carefully, massaged it in there. Ever since, no drift. I'm like, what the heck? No more new accessories for me. I'll keep what I have. So there you go. Just a little PSA that there's some various ways that you can fix it yourself if you want to but he did also mention to be careful not to get it the wd-40 and the buttons or anything like that so definitely look up you know different ways to fix it if you want to or just send it to nintendo to have them do it see for free, i'm that very much so even though there's like a lot of things that's like i could fix this i'd much right. rather just freaking replace <laughs> it you know yeah right because like it's a whole headache if i try to fix it and for whatever reason i mess it up because then i can't get it replaced you know it's a risk it's a risk yep. reward sort of situation it's it like, surely is and you still have to pay a little bit of money for the like for wd-40 maybe it would just already have some laying around mm. technically speaking there would be like a three cents cost used kind of a yeah. thing where and it's I like i mean like chances are you know, you're still. the type of person that like you default to wanting to True. change it yourself or fix it yourself you probably, you got, probably got that already <laughs> uh, 
I one of our doors in my house was squeaky and the way I unsqueakied the door was um, I didn't have WD-40 so I used vegetable oil on that <laughs> on it and it worked so like whatever the internet said you could and I was like this seems very silly but here we go so that stuff um, alright and then the last comment on my video we got from GK Dope Esquire who said glad that you addressed the idea that fixes take much longer time to implement I think that's something many people miss out on is the idea that some technologies have inherent drawbacks based on the advancements currently available the Joy-Con are small and packed with technology the size and design of the thumbsticks are impacted by this so it may just be that the drift is an inherent drawback of the overall design of the Joy-Con the answer to this question or the answer to this issue may not exist without fundamentally changing some of the Joy-Con functionality, making it bigger, removing rumble, etc. I will, however, push back on your seatbelt in a car analogy. First, a Joy-Con isn't a safety feature, so the standards should not be the same. You're not saving lives by fixing Joy-Con drift. Second, I think a more appropriate analogy would be to compare it to something like a sneaker, let's say a running shoe. Many people will buy running shoes and use them to run. Some people, such as ultra runners, will wear the shoes quickly because of how much they are using the shoe and how much stress they're putting on the shoes through. You know, words. Um, Even just marathoners are going to beat up their shoes and need to replace them a lot quicker than someone who runs a couple miles a day for exercise or someone who walks on the treadmill a couple of times a week. If all the marathoners thought they should sue Nike because the treads of their sneakers wear out quickly because of Uh, how much they use it, we would probably look at them funny. Nintendo has a customer service team for a reason, and even the minimal amount of money that they were charging to fix Drift before making it free is a lot more than other companies would offer for wear and tear issues. The Vita had similar issues, but it also wasn't as successful as the Switch, so it didn't get the hype around the issue. The point is that the thumbsticks are small, and until they can develop small thumbsticks that don't drift, it's just something some of us will have to deal with. Okay, so for this, I agree. A lot of things that you said. But I disagree that it's unreasonable to expect for Nintendo to solve for something like this because whereas shoes have very specific like target target markets where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this shoe like is for X consumer and this one is for Y consumer, you know? With games, the expectation is that the people that are buying this thing are gamers and gamers mm-hmm. play games a lot. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the yeah. expectation is for it to withstand the fringe cases of like, I play games for 12 hours a day, like, because that's just like the clientele mm-hmm. that you're dealing with. Um, it would, it would be a problem if like, you know, like Canon made a freaking $50,000 camera. Right. Yeah. And it didn't work for the professionals because that is what they're buying into the professionals that are buying this thing so it's the same way that with gamers gamers are expecting the product to uphold to gaming standards um so yeah i I think that it's it's not completely out of the realm of reasonable expectations to say like hey uh i should be able to freaking play smash brothers and yeah, do right. reverse aerials for <laughs> three hours a day or whatever uh yep. and my controller not drift you know i do wonder if there's some element to where they even uh, knew that this was gonna be a thing eventually like because when you put things under stress tests when you make them you know like that's just a thing right. and like when that FCC, <laughs> FCC, um, you know, like allows things to go through and be, you know, whatever. Um, 
to go out to the public, then they need to run a bunch of tests on it as well and stuff like that. So it's, I, you know, like chairs, for example, there's a, <laughs> there's a machine that replicates what it would be like for a chair to be sat on, mm-hmm. you know, like tons of times or something. So I'm curious if Nintendo tested f- less than, you know, we've run into at this point, you know, two years of intense usage. Maybe they tested less than the equivalent of that would be, which maybe is a machine like moving the joystick back and forth a whole bunch of times for a while. I don't know. Yeah. Um, or maybe the, they, but the problem with that is like they would have to have so many different things because there's, there's. Yeah, I there's know. So many there's different so many ways factors. that you can move the analog stick, right? Right. Um, and different intervals and when you do it and where you do uh-huh. it and like how you move it and exactly. Like smash and how attacks, fast for example. You flick it and yeah. like that sort of thing. And yeah, exactly. How long you keep the analog stick where you push it to and like that sort of thing it's just mm-hmm. like it, it's hard for them to like get an exact science on like oh yeah. well you can do that this many times which is why yeah. a lot of times the stress tests come up with different results like for batteries right where they're like the battery mm-hmm. life is eight hours or whatever right? right and most people are like no i get like three you know it's because like <laughs> they're using it differently than yeah. the stress tests do yep so i mean but all things considered i think your yeah the running shoe analogy is better for the overall problem for sure mm. um i think i use the SIBO one just because it's more dramatic and so like <laughs> yeah. you know made more sense to think about in that way but i think the yes the running shoe one was a much better analogy it was just the first one that yeah because like <laughs> they can be like eh, you can have to buy another shoe but like yeah, if a seatbelt right, exactly. doesn't work it's like somebody's but, dead dude just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah which is not the best exactly. for a lot of reasons um but yeah that's it that's the end of my video we talked about all those comments thank you for leaving them and then now we got q a there's a lot of different q a's that we do um so first up from the comments from last week's podcast um good job for everybody that commented something to the effect of orange tentacle or uh, meatballs and so on and so forth you know who you are yep um yeah and if you don't know what's going on there that's because you didn't listen to the last couple seconds of the podcast for shame <laughs> yeah it's funny because i always forget what we talk about then and so i went to the Same. podcast and i was like what in the yes. world are people talking about and yep. i'm like oh yeah that was what we said to do see the thing is like <laughs> the day that i uploaded the video to youtube and i saw those comments i didn't know and we <laughs> the pod- we recorded the podcast the day before yep so i'm like what <laughs> and i was like oh we must have did like a a thing yep so there you go. And uh, I will say I'll probably have to go through these the Q&A a little bit faster than we sometimes do because I've got um, my birthday D&D stuff to get through. And because we lost all that time from earlier, we had yep. to you know spend extra time. So that said, here we go. This is G. Pimpio's comment from last podcast where a lot of times he'll respond to lots of things all at once. Uh, number one. I have firsthand experience that the channel is doing better as I randomly got a notification that someone liked my comment on Parker's October releases video like two days ago. Yeah, people are going back and watching old stuff. So that's fun. (laughs) Number two, I hope the reduced Pokedex will lead Game Freak to rebalancing Pokemon. For the uninformed in terms of competitive Pokemon battling, most Pokemon are garbage. I realize that the mass majority of people who play Pokemon don't know or care, but it would be nice if they tried for those who do care. Yeah, I think they're like their solution right now is like Gigantamaxing and Dynamax. So but even too. that is like a whole rabbit hole of like, yeah, but like, what about the Dynamax Pokemon that are already good? You know, like right. that they're just going to continue to outpace the ones that weren't good, but now are relatively competent 
to Pokemon mm-hmm. now before they died. You know, it's like, yeah, you're not, I think the oh. only way to like really balance stuff is to make things more strategic than powerful. Yeah. And within the narrative, within the kind of meta of Pokemon that, it doesn't really allow for that in the same way where like you can't have long-term strategy quite as much as um for 800 you know a thousand pokemon in the same way so like that but hopefully they do the (laughs) the best way to do that is well we're gonna make a whole freaking video about this but the easiest way to make more characters viable is by not making it math because numbers are going to inherently wall off certain things from happening yep uh number three uh it's hard to imagine the switch coming out in 2012 considering the 3ds came out in 2011 Hmm. that is funny yeah i mean yeah um i mean because that was because we talked about like what if the switch came out at the time that the wii u did yeah Yeah. that would be i mean just like a whole different landscape but i mean i don't know i I mean mean, not really because like the the tech in the 3ds isn't really dependent on like what is the cutting edge you know right well um, yeah and the, so the, you mean like the price wise yeah. you would true yeah i, I think I mean, in terms of price though it wasn't even a thing of the bulk of that price was most likely the screen for yeah. them internally mm-hmm. um yeah. so the 3d screen and all that crap and blah blah so yeah. like it would be like one of those like super specialized things of like you want 3d buy this thing it would have made the 3ds do worse obviously yeah um but <laughs> yeah i think net it would have sold better true Plus, yeah that's if, interesting to think about you, i don't have enough <laughs> if you come out with the switch in 2012 then the 3ds would have not come out in 2011 because yeah. they start making that beforehand so like in theory, they would have came out with, uh, they would have been working on the 3DS, then they're like, but wait, the Switch thing, and they canceled the 3DS, and then just come out with the Switch. Yeah, right, exactly. Interesting stuff. Next up, uh, number four, Swap is Canon. My nomination for the next gen Xbox is next box. Oh my God. There you go. Makes yes. sense. <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, Number five, my problem with multiple versions of Pokemon is that they feel artificially restrictive. It seems like Game Freak just does a find and replace for the box art legendary and chooses not to include some wild Pokemon because reasons. If the Pokemon, if the games were substantially different like Fire Emblem Fates, I'd be more inclined to agree in in necessity for multiple versions. That being said, Fire Emblem Three Houses put all the routes in one game. Um, I think that you're thinking of the content differently. It's like sometimes stuff needs to be artificial artificially changed (laughs) to fulfill a certain design you know like the idea of pokemon is to trade the only way that you could possibly make that a thing is if you have discrepancies in what game gets what pokemon and like the fact that some people feel the need to have all those pokemon on their own copy of the game Mm -hmm. you know they're casualties of war you know like you got you got to do what you got to do um, uh-huh. If you feel the need to do that, then whatever. But most people are going to say, I'll just trade for that. Uh huh. I mean, that said, like, I've never, I don't think, owned a copy of Red. I've I've been a blue guy this whole time. So, like, uh, um, you know, that's a pretty easy one. I can just go back and get a Red at this point. I mean, I've played Red. I played it on an emulator at some point. Uh, but I played exactly blue. Like, I mean, that in public. <laughs> I mean, I, whatever. It doesn't matter. It was, uh, <laughs> It was before I knew things. It was like five years ago or something. I know it was way more than five years ago. It was like freshman year of college. 
Um, this was nine years ago, so I didn't know nothing. Parker old. <laughs> Parker old. Um, with each Nintendo console release that supported me, I find my time spent with them dropped. On the Wii, playing with the Mii creator was pretty cool. On Wii Sports, it was a fun way to use the Mii's. On 3DS, I made a few Mii's, but a bunch of them, uh, but made a bunch of them when Smash came out so I could play as Tony Stark or Donkey. On the Wii U, I just made my avatar. On the Switch, I just imported the avatar I made from the Wii U. Yeah, my nice. trajectory on that was like way steeper. I made a lot of <laughs> me's on Wii, and then on freaking Wii U, I just you know I imported and then from there, <laughs> well on the 3DS I guess was before that uh-huh. I made my me on there with the because I think you can like you take the picture and then it bases off that and then you like edit uh-huh. it or whatever. I did that, and yep. then I didn't make any more me's and I was done. You know, it's like from then I just imported everything. I don't have a reason to like make more me's. True. Uh, and then the last little bits here. Speaking of Mario and Kingdom Hearts, an April two thousand and X edition of Electron Gaming Monthly, the game Mushroom Kingdom Hearts was announced. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. I didn't even know. <laughs> I don't even remember what that's in response to, to be honest. <laughs> Something good. I thank you for that knowledge because. Oh, so that's what. Okay, so there. I remember because you said something about say orange tentacle or something. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then I said, "What's the better part, spaghetti or meatball?" So that's yes. why, like, people are answering that both was, things yes. at once and saying orange tentacle meatball. <laughs> yes, correct. I understand now. <laughs> the snake in its tail. <laughs> uh, so yeah, orange tentacle, and then number eight, orange tentacle or something. Number nine, meatball. And then this other one from last week. Crazy Derp says, "You do know Pokemon's not planning to have the national decks for a bunch of future games. They just said in future games they will bring back the missing Pokemon, but national decks will not continue any further." Also, Future Parker is amazing. <laughs> yes, uh, we're aware. Um, I think. I mean, I, I would think that the context of like how we talked about it would tell you that. But the the point is that you keep your Pokemon moving forward because all your Pokemon will be compatible with Pokemon Home. So your Pokemon aren't going anywhere. You just won't be able to use them in every single game, which is like, whatever, dude. It's fine. I do wonder still, like, it's entirely possible, too, that they yeah, they say that now, and, and then if they use, you know, they just kind of go back on the word a little bit and they're like and as a marketing thing like with smash ultimate or whatever they're like everyone's here so and this is the thing. thing i think that it'll be a generational situation yes i think that this generation we will eventually get to a point where every pokemon is in the game because yep. it's all in the same engine and the art style yep. is going to be similar and they don't really have to do and then the first game on the next gen it won't exactly. and then the second game it will yeah that's exactly. that makes sense to me where like they just kind of they use the first one as a launching point for the second one, so then they can like, oh, we all well we we already have seven hundred of the th- a thousand models. We can just add the last ones now, you know, something right. like that. But I mean, then again, that's theoretically what people thought, you know, would be the case a while ago. So, I don't know. Uh, YouTube community, here's actual Q and A. Uh, let's get into it. Meeb says, "Do you think the Breath of the Wild?" Oh, this is actually the two of these are from last week's because they asked after we did the podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Breath of the Wild will turn into a trilogy that will be closed out on the Switch? Um, no, I don't. Yeah, just because I mean, like, that would be awesome, but it, I don't think it would. so. <laughs> uh, but usually, with the with the exception of maybe Wind Waker, no, because even Wind Waker was two games. It was Wind Waker and then Phantom Hour. I don't mm, think Spirit yeah. Tracks was a part of that. That was a different one, right? Um, so yeah, no, they usually just do two, and also I don't think the Switch's life cycle is going to be long enough for a third. 
I think, honestly, yeah, I think there was some of probably what they were going to do in this next game that maybe they, there were tons of ideas, it sounds like, that they had for Breath of the Wild. And I think they were just like, well, um, here we go. We're just going to have to put them in the next game and do a sequel. Like, maybe they weren't even planning on doing a sequel really in the first place. So I'm guessing it's kind of like a Mario Galaxy 2 kind of scenario where they're like, now we can, like, use this as a launch pad for so much other stuff. Right. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't really see a trilogy happening. But again, man, I, it would be very cool and I'd be all down for it. Uh, Rerai asks, what do you feel about Mario Kart 9 on the Switch? I they don't, don't really need it. <laughs> that's the only thing. But that's like, the thing. I don't know if they don't. Yeah, right. Because, like, I, mm, who's to say I mean, a Mario wise, Kart 9 yeah. wouldn't sell to the same people again and then also more because it's the new thing? Yeah, yeah. Because like, I, I think Mario Kart just generally, even Mario Kart Tour, is just mm-hmm. a, a thing that people look at and they say, "Oh, I know that. I'm buying it." Yeah, and that's why Mario Kart Tour is by a far margin, not counting the Pokemon <laughs> stuff, because that doesn't count the most downloaded Nintendo uh, mobile game already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think they just sales wise, like it would be great for them to to sell it like they would sell really well and stuff but i think even better is if they can can manage without it and save that as like an ace in their pocket for the next console and also keep getting free money from a game that they made exactly a generation ago for them anyway yeah right exactly so i I think at this point based on how well mario kart 8 deluxe is still selling I, you know, I think a lot of games on the next console are going to be based off of similar engines probably than these ones. I don't know. And if so, they'll probably just like hold over what they've got and do kind of like a Breath of the Wild situation, but it only comes out on as a launch platform or mm. as a launch game for the next one. Yeah. That's my thought, but I don't really know. Or, I mean, it could come out on both, but I don't really see that happening. I think it would just be probably just on the next one. Uh, the next question from the last one from YouTube community is from Seven. Who asks jams versus preserves? Discuss hashtag fanatics foods. Um, I don't have an opinion on this because I don't Ooh, even I've got think, opinions. Like, preserves, like what exactly? Okay, so I looked up the exact difference. Um, I would also include jelly in the conversation, but then would take it right out because it's garbage. True. <laughs> That's true. So yeah, uh, there's jelly, jams, and preserves. Jelly is just like the you know kind of concentrate of right. the thing whatever it doesn't have any bits in it at all mm-hmm. preserves is the complete opposite side where there's full chunks of the oh, fruit okay. in it so like jams. you get like an actual like chunk of strawberry or something jams. um and jam is in the middle where it's got some i and i'd say jams for the most part um depends on the fruit a little bit because some of them like like raspberries for example oh preserves yeah i know preserves <laughs> is great because they're not that big anyway so like chunks of them isn't too too big of a deal but a chunk of strawberry in jam is like that's kind of big like yeah. that's a little obnoxious yeah. <laughs> so i'd rather not yeah but, just uh, generally jams yes jams is kind of the easy winner and Plus, there's sometimes the preserves. To say. so like just give me jam. <laughs> that's yeah. a little less pretentious sounding yeah, yeah, yeah. for what it's worth so great question though we love we love fanatics foods uh, from twitter fan. this and one was you from- know it's funny i think that we said something about falcon not sending like, <laughs> So just one week and then since Beyond then it's was been like, like even more like i'm taking responsibility for this this week stepping <laughs> uh, up it. falcon he sent one though <laughs> he did yeah it's oh it wasn't it's, on a youtube community though i don't think it was on or twitter was it? no it was okay yeah i've got a twitter one um speaking of twitter here we go uh this is from last week we it missed the cut just by a little bit so uh at chris the butte asks 
What is your favorite Halloween candy? Mine is mini M&M's. If you say candy corn, how dare Gross, you? dude. How, <laughs> how dare you even <laughs> expect us to say that? True. <laughs> um, here, we'll answer. There's a couple of questions here. So that first one, I'll, I'll say this. Um, most, if I'm thinking Halloween candy, I feel like I have to think like trick-or-treaty type candy. Like, I can't just be like... You know, think of any kind of candy. See, this, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. There, you know, uh, Good Mythical Morning, Rhett and Link. You know them. Yep. Yep. Uh, so they're doing like a Halloween candy thing, or they did a Halloween uh-huh. candy thing, and they're like, uh, one of the, they had like Twix or something like that, and they're like, you can't mm-hmm. like you can't do this because something about fun size and blah blah, and it's like, mm-hmm. no, but oh no, it was the Reese's Pieces. Uh, mm. that they were like, oh, you can't do this because they don't have the fun size anymore. And I'm like, no, okay. like you're going to whack houses as if all you're <laughs> expecting is fun fun sizes. Like, don't be the garbage house, dude. Give me the real <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? I think if it's in the, like, some kind of mixed pack of things, then, then that's up for grabs. So, like, whereas, yeah, you wouldn't expect, like, I don't know, Dove chocolate bars or yeah. something. I don't know, you know, whatever. So, but that said, uh, quick answer, the Reese's cups that have the little Reese's pieces in them. If that's we get some cheap. of those, no, that's oh, a cheat. I'm vetoing it's that. It's not a cheat. It's it's great. That's not okay. <laughs> it's not the big Reese's cups. Well, the Reese's minis like, cups. The, the Reese's uh, minis cups. Uh, no, I don't Crazy. really like. I like Reese's, and that was another thing that came up in their video. Is like they like the regular Reese's better because the mm-hmm. Reese's pieces don't have as many as much peanut butter. That's why I don't like regular Reese's because it's too much peanut butter. I want less mm. peanut butter. Give me more chocolate or just less peanut butter, even less than that. You know, I want yeah. the ratio to be more even. The ratio is important for sure. I know is. Justin said before that the shapes ones are his favorites, which is like the. Easter egg or the you know uh, and Christmas tree and all much, those kinds. They have too much peanut butter. I don't. I can't do that, dude. Too much peanut butter, man. I'm I'm sticking by for mine. I'm saying the the little mini Reese's cups that have the little Bassett Bassett Reese's pieces in there. No, nah, man, it's good. It works. Cheating. Um, I want like Snickers or something. The Snickers I, gives you like yeah. everything, man. Like it's like Snickers all is good. I will say this: the fun size Snickers I actually like better than the full size Snickers for some reason. The ratio just works also, out better. Twigs to me. are good too, man. Twigs, candy. Butterfinger also Butterfinger. I friggin' love yeah, Butterfinger. Butterfinger. So it gets in your teeth. That is kind of a pain, but otherwise the taste is phenomenal and the crunch yeah, is great. Uh, cookie, cookie, cookie. Uh, Chocolate bars. <laughs> cookie, 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 he says. Yeah, cookie chocolate <laughs> bars are, are good, you know? Yes, they are. Speaking um, of they had the M&M chocolate bars, and I don't have them anymore. That's oh, st- I never even tried stupid. them. Stupid. Yeah, it's because you were probably like in freaking France or something. It's possible. <laughs> it is. Uh, um, continuing on with the question. Also, I just started playing Persona 5. Usually, I hate RPGs, but I love this game so far. Have you played it? What are your thoughts on it, if you have? I had to wipe a lot of dust out of my PS4. Um, I would probably have I to do the same thing. My PS4 is still up there. You guys can't nice. see it. Well, you can't nope. see it either. Nope. Sure can't. It's up there. It's up in the, the, the shelves. Hey, I believe you, man. Um, it's bit. not plugged in, uh, and it probably won't be plugged in for a long, long time. Uh, short tangent: uh, Death Stranding <laughs> is a game that is coming out next week. Uh huh. Um, and I was like, 
long time ago when it first announced because like Metal uh-huh. Gear Solid 5 I was like maybe I'll play this game I was like briefly entertaining it and then Kojima went all Kojima and I was like I don't think I'm gonna play this game and then he yeah. said something about the first half of the game is not fun and I was like I'm definitely not playing this game <laughs> and then reviews came out and like half of the reviews are like yeah this game's kind of like bad but like I like it because like Kojima you know so like that's confirmation I'm not playing I'm one thousand percent never playing this game so it's yet another year that I'm not touching my PlayStation <laughs> There you go. Uh, no, I haven't played Persona Five though. If it came to Switch, I, I'd give it a shot because RPGs, you know. Uh, but I just if it came to Switch, PS4, maybe so I'll play it. Because um, Switch. But, but I've heard great things. So Chris the Butte, I'm glad you're liking it. Yep. Yeah. Next comment this is Falcon. This is the one you were talking about. Look at that. What are your favorite Game Boy games? GB through this GBA. This is the one I was talking about. You said something. And before AJ lists multiple before. Pokemon games, my favorites are F Zero GP Legend, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, Pokemon Pinball, Super Mario Land Two, Kirby's Dream Land Two. I almost said go. he has Pokemon Pinball on here, but not any regular Pokemon. <laughs> I'm a, I'm highly upset about that. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna block I'll, Falcon. I'll go real fast. Let's see. <laughs> um, Golden Sun, obviously. Pokemon Crystal is great. Um, is it? Pokemon no, Blue also. Um, um, and Link's Awakening. And there's some other ones, but I'm just not thinking of them right now. Um, so, since I can't say Pokemon games. Cause oh, Oracle it, of Seasons. Go everybody's on. unfair. <laughs> um, I'm also not going to say Ports because that's dumb, you know? I'm not mm-hmm. saying Link's Awakening. That's a cop out, dude. What? Out, man. that's a switch game oh of course yeah, yeah. they just ported back to they made yeah. a demake yeah 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 it's, uh the sonic advantage games are, are, are fun mm-hmm. um there's some good kirby games on there warioware on the game boy advance oh good super time. mario world go on that's I mean, a port which that's is cheap, it cheap, is a port cheap. but you know it's great uh harvest moon uh friends mineral town that game's great, you know. Stardew mm-hmm. Valley before Stardew Valley was Stardew Valley, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Drill Dozer's dope. Uh, that's a game for game to like. Uh, Mother Three, I played a little bit of that. That's yep. fun. That's it. <laughs> nice, good stuff. Next comment, because I am running out of time, y'all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Max Wright said, "Hey, it's podcast time. I'm curious. With Nintendo stating they plan to bring more 3DS franchises to the Switch, what games or franchises do you think they should bring over from the original DS? Uh, that console library was insane and unique, just like the Switches seems to be. Some stuff I can think of is its DS Castlevania series, which was top notch, and that weird contact game by Grasshop by Grasshopper that I'd love to see revisited." See, I didn't even think about DS games. I was thinking yeah, I mean, 3DS yeah. games. Yep. Uh, and my immediate thought was Tamadachi Life because that game is stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, bring that there. So like, I can be like, hey, Parker, um, you're you're <laughs> freaking me walked into my house and and like knocked something over and then said grandfather cheese and then ran away. What's up with that? Explain that. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, I guess, but for the rest of the list, you're going to have to wait till yeah, yeah. a video may or may not possibly And who knows even is going to make that video? <laughs> Could be either that one That's a good question. Very Nobody true. Nobody ever knows. Depends on who doesn't have a topic. Any already. other idea. Yeah, that's like the retainer <laughs> topic of like, I don't know, dude. All right, I'll just take yep. this. <laughs> yep. Bianca, Bianca Wicks asks, would you eat Guiji? Uh, didn't they say he's like he smells like he's, apples or some something like I that? I think so. He's part tea, I think, and ghost spirit. 
You said so, he's part T? Yeah, there was, I saw some tweet from Nintendo that was like, Ghost Spirit plus blah, 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 T, like whatever um, EGAD's drinking um, at the time. So, like, is this going to make, like would that turn me into I'm not going to eat du- ju- Gooigi. Gooigi. I'm not going to eat Gooigi because he's my friend. Is he? Um, yep. You didn't even play the game. He so, will be my friend. So you don't even know. He could he, stab I, you in the back. Um, but anyway, uh, if that turns me into Luigi, no, no way. <laughs> There's no possible way I'm going to freaking eat Luigi. True. Um, and outside of that, no, man. You know how long it takes to even eat like a five, like a five foot, or not five foot, how like a foot long uh, gummy bear and things. These things are dense, man. You eat them for years. Yep. I feel you. Uh, next one, last one from Twitter. Chris the Butte asks, Mario or Luigi? What's your favorite dessert? Hashtag Fanatics Foods. What's your favorite non-Nintendo game? Um, Mario, Luigi, uh, depends. As a person, Luigi, because Mario's a garbage human. <laughs> but, like, most games I'm picking Mario instead of Luigi. Especially Smash, because, like, if you're playing Luigi, you eat glue for sure. <laughs> I, I'd go Luigi just because I... In the same way that I play Smash and liked to pick the kind of like random characters or whatever, I just I think it's fun to pick the like not the assumed ones. So I think Luigi's actually the one in Super but Mario if Maker you think Two. It's fun to not pick the assumed one, isn't it? Assumed that you're going to pick the one that people don't yeah, like. So yeah, therefore, it's, uh, I mean, for me, but Nintendo assumes <laughs> something for everybody, and I'm like, you know what? No, I'm gonna do something a little bit different. So there we are. <laughs> Favorite dessert? That's uh, man, that's hard. There's um, my wife got uh, the birthday cake that she got was uh, um, uh, man, you know what's dope? Uh, cheesecake. Give me like Oreo cheesecake, man. Yep, that's good. Um, I forgot what the cake is. What the kind of cake is called? Is it's, it ice cream um, cake? No, ice cream cake is oh, great, man. Um, hang on, just a second. Okay, no, what's... I don't remember what it's called. It's a, it's a French kind of cake that has... Uh, it's like a whipped cream kind of frosting, and it has a bunch of fruits on it and stuff. Um, but I forgot what it's called. And yeah, but it's great. It's cake and cake. It's, got, it's cake cake. But I mean, most of the time, I that's not my favorite kind of dessert. I'm not like super cake guy, but Same, you know, sometimes it's just like real good. I'm big, big on sweets generally. <laughs> Like, if yeah. I'm going to eat a snack, it's going to be, like, a freaking, like, chips or something. But even that, like, I'm not big on snacks. You crazy. Uh, I'm what's your favorite non-Nintendo game? food I forget all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite non-Nintendo game, AJ? Uh, currently? Mm-hmm. Or just, like, all time? I don't even know all time. There's a lot that I like. Who's uh, to say? Hmm. Currently, off the top of my head, probably Bloodborne. Cool. Or Spider-Man. Spider-Man or Bloodborne. One of those two. Currently, I'm going to say Divinity Original Sin 2. I mean, it's on Nintendo Switch, but, you know, it's not a Nintendo game. So, I'm just going to say that. And then, you know what? Here's the thing. We got some questions from Discord, but I honestly do not have time right now and have to leave. So, I think you guys... save them for next week. We will save them for next week. Uh, you, the Discord community is the ones you guys know us and love us and will understand the most. Uh, shout out to Huddy Bear, Lethal, Grimhane, and Pitar35 that all ask the questions. We will get to them next week. But with that, uh, this is about it for this podcast. And if you um, if you listen all the way through, 
AJ, what what do you want to ask him? Uh, hi, man. Do you know how to play? Listen to me. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> do you, you know, know how to listen to me? The Muffin Man. <laughs> there you uh, go. And if so, what's his last name, dude? What's the Muffin Man's last name? Oh, that's a real good question. Who's to say? All right, you're you're to say, guys. Let us know all that and more in the comments, and then do all the the typical podcasty stuff. Cool. We love you all. Uh, We'll talk to you a later time. Goodbye.